Can you feel that? Oh shit. Welcome back. It's time to get down with the Yabs Pod. Yet another bullshit podcast. I'm Jeremy. He's Dalton. It's July. It's fucking hot outside. How you feeling, Dalton? Sweaty. Actually, it's it's not like too bad here because it's been pouring fucking rain today. Uh-huh. Uh, but dude, there was a there was a day like not that long ago that it was like 99 degrees and the real feel was like 107. And I'm like, fucking yep. why? We had that same day up here. It was like a 102 or 104 real feel. Like, dude, my office chair at the store is leather. Like, I've got the air conditioner set at 70, 72, something like that. My fucking back will just get sweaty being leaned up against the back of the chair through the day. Like, dude, fucking, I used to like the heat over the cold, but the older I get, the more I'm like, man, fuck this heat. (laughs) Dude, I tell you, there's times that it's so hot here in Florida that, like, our AC is just doing its best. So, yep. like, it'll be set on 73, but the house will be 78. Yep. And it's <laughs> AC is just like, I'm trying. I'm, I'm really trying. I'm fucking trying. I won't shut off, I promise. <laughs> See, I got lucky because I live in my grandmother's old house, and her husband was a fucking douchebag. So, their AC went out, and my stepdad told him, you need this size unit. So, instead, he went out, you know, trying to fucking measure dicks. He went out and bought, like, twice as big a unit as he needed. So I've got this big ass fucking like industrial air conditioner that's like six and a half, seven feet tall. But the fucking house, dude, the air conditioner will be set on 70 and I'll be like, God damn, it's fucking freezing in here. <laughs> and it's just like, it's fucking set. It says 70, but the, it's the house was built in the 60s. So, you know, back then you sectioned off all the rooms so you could, you know, heat or cool what you needed. So I think what it is, like I keep my bedroom door closed so the air blowing into my bedroom doesn't make it to the hallway back to the thermostat. So I think it just keeps freezing out the bedrooms trying to trying to make it colder in the hallway. That's a possibility, dude. I uh, That makes me think of that episode of Trailer Park Boys when they oh, yeah. steal the fucking ac the unit from industrial the supermarket AC unit. yep <laughs> and then ricky falls asleep in there and freezes yeah <laughs> it bubbles like it's not supposed to he's like it's supposed to cool a thirty thousand square foot supermarket not a trailer <laughs> so solution by ricky turn it into an ice hockey rink yeah he just fills it with water and he lets his fish swim around in there and then his fish gets yep. frozen in the fucking thing because he's an idiot yep. god trailer park boys is so good Oh, so fucking good. That is such a good fucking show. If you've never watched it and you're listening to this, if you think we're funny, you will absolutely think Trailer Park Boys is funny. (laughs) More than likely. Well, yeah, I shouldn't say absolutely. You're right. More than likely. More than likely. There's a chance that you'll be like, this is dumb. And if you think Trailer Park Boys is funny, check out Letterkenny. Absolutely. If you like Letterkenny, watch Shorzy. (laughs) Yep. It's like a period scheme. I have been fan-fucking-tastic. For like the first time in as long as I can remember, I fucking genuinely feel good. 
Hell yeah, dude. I've been uh, I've been having quite a good week myself. What uh like, what's, what's got you feeling good, man? Uh life choices, I think. Like I've just I'm fucking working on me and it's it feels good to do it for me and not for somebody else. I had the problem for the longest time where like I didn't love myself. So I depended on someone else to give me that love. And usually when you do that, you end up with the wrong people. Yep. And I finally decided, like, that's not going to be me anymore. Fuck everybody else. I'm going to do what I want, when I want, how I want. And I'm going to live for me. Like, my oh, little yeah. boy being the, the exclusion, like, I'm going to do what's best for him, too. But I'm going to fucking do what makes me happy. Like, in turn, since I've been feeling better, sales at the store are better, so I'm making more money, getting bills paid. Uh, fucking, I did find out today, so I don't know if you remember, I don't know if we talked about it on the show, I had that nerve damage in my shoulder. Yep. Went went to the ER one night because I just couldn't fucking take it anymore. Dude, sat in the ER for like three, four hours, right? Fucking doctor came in the room, didn't get within about six or seven feet of me, was just like, oh, you got some pain, huh? I'll give you a Tordal shot and some Percocet. Here you go. Best of luck. Walks out the room. Maybe in there three, four minutes. Hospital sends me a bill for like 1700 bucks because I don't have insurance. I'm like, 1700 that sucks. You know, whatever. I'll pay them 100 bucks every so often until it's paid off. Yeah. Fucking doctor for like three or four minutes sent me a bill for like $700. So I'm like, fuck them. I sent them like 100 bucks. Went back the next month, sent them like 50. I went to send them a payment today and it said my balance was zero. But underneath it, it says continue making payments if your if your account has been sent to collections. I'm like, if you sent my shit to collections, go fuck yourself. I'm not sending you any more fucking money. Yeah, right. So I'm like, yep. Like, I'll just wait for a collection agency to call me because I probably owe like 500 bucks on it. Collection agency calls me. I'm like, hey, I got 250 today if you'll fucking wipe this out. Because the way collection agencies work, for anyone who doesn't know, they buy your debt for pennies on the dollar. So if your debt is $500, they probably paid $100 or less for it. So if you go to them and say, look, I'll give you 250 right now, they made over 100% profit. They're going to just fucking take that money and run. You get out for half of what you owed, and Bob's your uncle. That's almost like when a company gets sued and it's under a certain amount and they just settle it just to make it go yep. away. You know what I mean? It's yep. like, yeah, I get that. Well, hell yeah, dude. I'm glad to hear that things are looking up for you. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I know that that feels good. I've been having a quite a good uh, good time recently, too. Um, just, I've been trying to work out some. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um, I've been trying to, I, I wrote some new music. I released a new album. Um which you can get at uh, nilethenightmare.bandcamp.com. It's called Go the, Buy uh, It. The City of Wind and Stars. Yeah. Um, and then, like, I've just been, like, chatting with this friend of mine, and uh, she's pretty chill. And uh, one thing that, like, intrigued, or not intrigued me, it's not the right word, uh, I guess impressed me, was, like, okay, I told her that I was looking for a job, right? Oh, I was yeah. Like, yeah, I was like, I've been looking for work and stuff. And she goes, well, do you have a vehicle? Like, are you able to, like, drive places to get like, work? I was like, yeah. Already, I was like, wow does she actually give a shit because <laughs> most people i tell that they're like oh that sucks you know what i mean and then she starts like sending me things from indeed and she's like here's these i think you'd be good at this stuff nice and i was like oh shit well thank you and i you know i applied to him why not and it's just yeah it's, it's not nice. it's nice to have somebody genuinely like in your corner trying to help you succeed yeah yeah absolutely 
And then uh, one other thing that she did that I appreciate, and I appreciate this from girls, guys, and anyone, you know what I mean? Uh, just because of the way that my brain works. Um, she writes me one day and she's like, hey, I just want to let you know um, that like, if I don't reply to you right away, like, I'm probably hanging out with my kids or I'm at work. So like, just, you know, she goes, I know how like anxiety and stuff goes. So just don't worry about it. You know right. what I'm saying? She's like, you know, we're, we're good to, to, you know, put it into summary. She, yeah. and, I, and I was like, Oh cool. I, I appreciate, I appreciate you like telling me that like, yeah. cause that, that immediately now, if I don't hear from her for two or three hours or a day, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, I don't care. Yeah. You don't have that voice in the back of your head going, you, what did you say? You said something that pissed her off. She yep. didn't want to talk to you anymore. Yeah, yep, exactly. I know that voice all too well. <laughs> but I will say, Lexapro, it fucking quiets that motherfucker down a whole lot. Yeah. So. See, here's the thing. I don't know if I don't, I might have told this story on the show before, but I'm going to tell it again. Uh, around the time that me and Savannah broke up, I went to the doctor and told them that I was dealing with like depression and anxiety and stuff like that and he said man you know what i do when i get down i go take a walk in the woods and i feel better so that's what i'm going to recommend to use to go take a walk in the woods and feel better (laughs) and my and like i'm a smart ass so like my reply to him would have gotten me baker acted even though it was a joke but i was going to be like oh is that to go pick a fucking tree like what what do you want me to go walk in the woods go walk in the woods and hang myself from a tree like (laughs) get the fuck out of here what the fuck and uh it's like I told my mom that the other day. I was telling her that, uh, like, I was having, you know, my back bothers me and, like, my yeah. neck my neck and stuff. And I was like, and I don't think it's muscle related. I think it's more like, I don't know if it's nerve pain or, like, bone slipping or, you know, whatever the fuck. But uh, I said, I don't want to go to that doctor up there, though, because he's going to feel like your back hurts. Go take a walk at the woods. Walk it out. You'll feel fine. <laughs> go chop some firewood. It'll, it'll build your back up some. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, I wish Dude, I like, had- I. Oh, I did that. I, I went to a primary care physician one time and uh, she was one of those that her solution to everything was lose some weight. And I'm like, well, is there anything you can give me to like help? She's like, oh, I could recommend a yoga app to download. And it's like, get the fuck out of here. Hmm. So like, luckily yeah. this new doctor I have, she is very like, very understanding, very supportive. Like I told her taking the new meds, I felt like it might've been fucking with my sleep. Cause I was like, I can only sleep for like seven hours straight. And then I wake up and I can't go back to see. She was like seven hours. She's like, that's probably more than you need. I was like, wow, for a doctor to be like seven hours of sleep is fine is fantastic. Cause most <laughs> of them are like, you need eight hours of sleep and you need to only eat salads and you need to exercise four hours a day. And you <laughs> like, dude, she's, she's an awesome doctor. I would definitely give her props. Cause like she's, was very supportive when I was going in for the antidepressants and stuff. She listened to me and took what I said into account. Cause like, I can't swallow pills, something psychosomatic. I just can't do it. And I explained that to her. I was like, is there any way I can get, I've heard they're in like gummies, there's liquids, stuff like that. And she was like, honestly, with you not having insurance, she's like, it comes in liquid, but it's a lot more expensive. And it doesn't work as effectively. She's like, this pill is small. You can crush it up and take it just fine. She's like, I would suggest doing that. And if for some reason you can't do it, I'll do the liquid. She's like, but I would much rather see you take the pill. I think it's going to help you a lot better. So I was like, okay, cool. So I just crush it up and take it or, you know, do something like that. So If you crush it up and then uh, I think they call it ballooning, ballooning it. Like where you like take it in like a little 
paper pouch and then like almost like a BC powder. Like you would do yeah. like that and dump it on your I tongue. Just, and then... I, I do, uh, I just crush it between two spoons and you just take the spoon and dump it in and wash it down. Oh yeah, that works too. And I take it, take it, crush it up really fine and mix it in with my cocaine and ketamine and just, <laughs> just fucking shoot some lines and you know, I'm good Dude, to go. <laughs> I watched outside Xbox make a drink the other day and it was from, what's the, what's the game that just came? Evil Dead. Yeah. Okay. The, and it was a drink they were making based on this drink from the show. Was it called the Pink Fuck? It was called the Pink Fuck. So they they yep. had to call it the Pink F, right? Yeah. And it was funny because they're going through the ingredients, and then they get to the yeah. final ingredient. He goes, "Oh yeah, by the way, this drink has uh, a, dr- a ingredient that we can't put in it, uh, ketamine." <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. In the show, because I just actually watched the show. I just finished the last season last night, which kind of sucks because it ended on like a little bit of a cliffhanger and. But the season four got canceled, so that's the end of it. But like, yeah, they talk about. He's like, we gotta make some pink fucks. He goes to the bar with like the the crew from the show. Like his bartender's a buddy of his. He's like, so what you do? He's like, you mix all these drinks in. He's like, you know, and he's like, he grabs a fucking gallon like baggy uh, Ziploc bag full. It just has like one of those fucking white black like printer label things yeah. on it it says ketamine he's like you put a shitload of ketamine in it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you, have, okay uh I, i'm gonna guess your answer but have you ever done ketamine no i have not i have okay so <laughs> let me let me tell you the experience with that uh i took it and i sat down on my buddy's couch and this was in gainesville like where we went to my buddy's house we always went over there and tried new drugs and stuff oh, and yeah. uh i took it sat down on the couch we smoked a, a blunt or something like that. And then I went to go. I was like, man, I have to pee. And I just sat there and I was like, my legs won't move. And I had to look down at my legs and go, all right, can I move them? And while I was thinking about it, I could move them. So yeah. I was like, okay, we're going to stand up. So I stand up. And I was like, I had to think about everything I was doing to make my muscles go. I was just so relaxed. It was it was interesting. Oh, yeah. An interesting experience for sure. Uh, other than that, dude, I got to tell you, I've been fucking around with this game on Game Pass oh, yeah? called House Flipper. Have you played it? Oh, that game is fucking ridiculous, dude. Yeah, it's so much fun, though. I'm playing it last night, and I'm smoking a joint, and I'm like, this game's relaxing. And then it hit me. I'm like, I used to do this for a living. Like, I did property preservation. It was pretty much the same thing. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. And I was like, this is so much better than doing it in real life. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you do it in real life you have to be very precise and you have to be careful with the materials and shit and yeah in the games you can just be like hey like we gotta get this paint off this wall hit it with the sledgehammer Pyaw! yeah and it's gone or like when you're painting yep. you just aim at a square and hold the hold the button and he just paints it perfectly yep and you're like oh god look at that precision i am so yep. good at this <laughs> you do it in real life you're like i fucked up yeah there's oh I dripped some paint on the new carpet oh fuck <laughs> yeah dude. That, yeah that game's a blast i was uh, oh, yeah. i've been playing that and i've been playing mountain blade warband which is uh nice interesting uh f122 came out friday so i played some of that friday night saturday night you know i don't i closed the store later and i got home pretty late and i was like oh you know i want to finish ass versus evil dead so i can watch stranger things so like i watched the last few episodes of ash versus evil dead then i watched the first of the 
two episodes that just came out for Stranger Things. So I've got the one last episode, but it's two and a half hours long. So I may watch that tonight or tomorrow. I don't know. But like, I want to finish it before I get any like spoilers. So yeah, Nate, probably the, other do day, that. Nate the other day was like, I am avoiding TikTok and Twitter completely yep. today until I go home tonight and I finish watching Stranger Things. And I was like, yep. that's not, that's not a bad decision. Apparently they're doing one more season. So uh, of course there's uh, a little bit of milk left in that titty. Oh yeah, and then you know, twenty years from now, they'll do Stranger Things with those kids as kids, and you know, that'll be that'll be that. <laughs> we'll just keep the cycle going every twenty years for yeah, and it'll you know, be about the two thousands. Yep. So everybody's like, "Yeah, Limp Biscuit." Yeah. <laughs> Come on, mom! I want to go to the Family Values tour. <laughs> He's a good guy. Mommy did it all for the nookie. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I remember when that song came out, I didn't know what Nookie meant. Me neither. And I was like, what's he talking about? But I don't want to ask anybody because then I'm going to seem lame. So I just kind of went with it. I remember hearing it on the radio and my mom was like laughing about it or something. I was like, what's it mean? She's like, I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you. You don't need to know you're a kid. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I can relate to that. (laughs) Yeah, dude. On the, the creatine side of things, I've been taking it for a few weeks now and working out pretty consistently. I've actually measured the other day. I've gotten my bicep to 15 inches. So nine more inches and I'll have fucking Hulkster status. So Hell yeah, those 24-inch pythons, dude. Oh, yeah. I'm going to get there. I might have to fucking actually take steroids to get there like he did. But, you know, the prayers, vitamins, and broccoli ain't helping anymore. <laughs> and just think, dude, like when your arms get there, they'll be almost as big as my dick. Yeah, almost. <laughs> Almost as big around. Yeah, yeah, big around, yeah. It was like that movie. It's like, tell her that I have the, the Guinness Book of World Records for the largest penis. Girth, not length. I want it to be believable. <laughs> Dude, like, uh, what was it? Uh, American Pie where Stifler comes out. He's like, I have an 11-inch penis around. Around. <laughs> and, and if you really think about that, if you had an 11-inch around penis, you're not fucking anybody. No. No. No, it ain't going to happen. You got to go find those old fucking like 50 year old lot lizards who just been completely railed out or those girls or, or guys that you see on the internet that, uh, take those insanely big butt plugs. Oh yeah. More power, more power to you. If you're into that, like no, no, no judgment from me. I'm a weird guy, but, Oh, uh, Rosebud. (laughs) (laughs) If you don't Uh, know that joke, go look up Rosebud on Google. (laughs) No. No, don't go look up Rosebud on Google. Listen, kids, go on Google and look up Rosebud. If you're going to type that in, type in Seinfeld Rosebud and then watch that. It's 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 a lot funny. <laughs> it's a lot funnier than the, what Jeremy's trying to get you to look at. <laughs> Come on, that, that's like saying, up and give me a kiss. That's, that's like saying, put in Rosebud and then, you know what, while you're at it, you're probably hungry afterwards. Look up Blue Waffles. Yeah. Uh, so rose rosebud for anyone who doesn't know basically when your asshole gets lip injections <laughs> yeah more or less yeah it, it's it's basically trying to make your butthole look like a poon annie yeah and uh yeah it's when the, <laughs> when the inside becomes the outside and that's all i have to say about it's, that it's like a magic trick that yeah it's like a really gross magic trick so speaking of that general area of the body, there is a debate that I saw on Twitter. There is a 
call to question, and I don't remember if it was a petition or what, but uh, going around to say that teabagging in video games is considered sexual harassment. Ugh. Now, I think that claiming something like teabagging in a video game is sexual harassment takes away from the seriousness of real sexual harassment. I agree. You know what I mean? Like, there's a big difference in a kid who, like, blasts somebody in an online game, runs over there, crouches three times, yells, get good noob, and runs away, and yeah. somebody who, like, sexually harasses, like, literally like, sexually harasses someone. I think it was in Ohio, a 10-year-old girl got impregnated by someone who raped her. There's no... Anyone who has sex with a 10-year-old is raping that person. I don't care. There's no fucking excuse for it. So, like, no. What happened to her is a million times worse, infinitely worse, than you getting shot in Call of Duty and some dude coming over and crouching on top of your body. Guess what? Those bodies in Call of Duty, they're ones and zeros placed in a certain sequence. Yeah. It's not fucking real. Like, but, but there there's are no people- fucking actual nuts coming out. There's no nothing there are some people who would say but aren't we all just ones and zeros isn't the world a simulation but <laughs> no, I, get what dude, I get what you're saying <laughs> but yeah man i'm like for real like is this really a thing like you people are really gonna make a big deal about this you know what <sighs> like when you shoot people you're not committing murder in video games exactly what the fuck that's l- how many people do you know in real life like have you ever met a soldier who's like yeah, man, I teabag everybody that I kill. Exactly. No. no, no. Have you ever beat somebody up and then teabagged them? No. Like, I mean, uh, well, like you know when you wrestle with your buddies and shit, and then you just put your that's nuts different. in their face. No, that's different. I'm yeah. talking about you beat the shit out of somebody. They're laying yeah, on no. the ground, and then you just decide to just dip a couple teabags over. No, you don't do that. No. And if you but do, I mean, you're a huge douchebag. <laughs> I might would, depending on how badly you piss me off. I don't know. I wouldn't want my nuts near him. I feel like I'd be more likely to shove my ass in his face, like blow a fart in his face or some shit. Like I like sticking your nuts in somebody's face is just not like it's in real life. It's not. It's weird on your part. Like like you said, if you went up and fucking like punched some dude and knocked his ass out cold, and then just like unzipped your pants, pulled your nuts out, and just like dipped them in his face, like people be like, "What the (laughs) fuck are you doing? That's fucking weird." Like yeah, it's just. Yeah, that's not something you do in real life because it's ridiculous. It's video games. Just like you don't run around stealing people's cars and blowing shit up with rocket launchers in the city. You don't fucking teabag people in real life because it's it's video game bullshit. Yeah, exactly. I think it's just somebody who fucking sucks at first person shooters and is like, I'm, I'm mad. These people are better than me and they keep putting their fake nuts in my face. I'm going to sue somebody. Yeah, and see, I think that's where, like, I know, uh, we like last week we talked about the ra- the radical right wing people who are just fucking yeah. nuts. There are equally crazy people on the left side too. There are oh, yeah. radical left wingers who, and I'm talking like I know some people who are really really liberal, and I'm talking far beyond that. Like oh, yeah. the the people who think that like, like for instance, uh, I saw a woman on Twitter say that all all men should be castrated. And I'm like, well, that's yeah. that, that's a bit much. Uh, I I like my testes, although I'm not convinced 100 percent that they work properly. I like them there. They they add to the presentation. <laughs> yeah, give give me something to mess around with when I'm bored. <laughs> yeah, 
Uh, well, Do you know I, how many times I've gotten yelled at by girlfriends for just like sitting on the couch, just like you just have your nuts in your hand, just like rolling them around? You ever do that? Like it's not sexual; it's just they're there. You're just like, mama, 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 fiddle with your nutsack, yeah, yeah. And they're like, that's so fucking gross. Why do you do that? I'm like, every man in the world fucking plays with his nuts when he's just idly sitting around. <laughs> I, I kind of like those girls who love to suck dick, and so they just like always have a lollipop or something. It's like, yeah, we just always play with our nuts because it's something to do. Three quick stories. Okay, because you just you just hit three things that sparked out three different stories in my brain. Okay, first, <laughs> the first one. Riding in the work truck with Wes one time. I might have told this story before. I looked at him and I was like, man, when your balls itch, I was like, how do you, I was like, how do you scratch your balls? I said, because I found that the easiest way is the, like, you grab him and he goes, pinch and roll, right? And I said, yeah. yeah. And he goes, yeah, man, that's yep. like the only way to scratch your nuts. <laughs> Yeah, you don't just fucking dig in. No, you just pinch them and roll them around a little bit, and you'll feel yeah. fine. And I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, I, I've been asked by girls like, that doesn't hurt. It's like, no, like the skin, you can just fucking do whatever you want with the skin. But goddamn, if you fucking like, you ever been like reach for something and just like accidentally flick your nut, and it's just like, oh my god, it's coming, it's gonna hurt, and then your stomach just kind of like starts squeezing yeah. on itself. I, sometimes I've been lightly tapped in the balls and it has hurt worse than a full fledged kick. To the oh ass. yeah. Oh, I don't yeah. know. And Sack I think taps. It, it might just be like that. Just that little, that hits cut. I'm stumbling over my words here. It, that one particular spot gets hit instead of it. Yep. It's kind of like laying on a bed of nails. If you were to lay on yeah. one nail, that motherfucker's going through you. If you lay on yep. a bed of them, it's Your weight distribution. Weight is more yeah. distributed. So if you just get hit in one little area, your nutsack, dude, those nerves are like, God almighty. Yep. Yep. <laughs> dude, well, uh, I mean, we used to, do you used to sack tap guys? You just walk up to your buddy and be like sack tap and just give them a little, a light little slap right on the nuts. We called it take a bow. We'd go, Hey man, take a bow. Wow. Yeah. So we would just be a sack tap and just give them a little, like you said, not a hard smack, just a little touch. Like even if you, the, the lightest you can touch it is, it's way worse. Like if you punch them in the nuts, it's going to hurt, but it's not as bad as you just get that. Or if you just walk up and just flick, just I'll give them that fucking, one of those hard yeah. flicks where you tuck your finger behind yeah. your thumb and just yep. and you're flam. And then oh. they just double up on the ground. I would cry. Oh yeah. I would cry. Yeah. Fucking, uh, Oh, fucking sack taps. The, the, this is another quick story. The worst I've ever been hitting the nuts. And I, I've probably brought this up before too. I just have terrible memory was the, uh, the burst shot from a paintball gun. Uh, it was about three paintballs in a row, pop, 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 right in the balls. It was like testy, testy dick. <laughs> I hit the ground. Did he come over and check on me? No, he lifted his mask up, said Dalton's out, and then he put his mask back down and went back to going. <laughs> it's like you motherfucker, <laughs> you motherfucker. Um, so back to the uh the the girls who like dick sucking. Um, I had an ex girlfriend, uh, and she wasn't my girlfriend anymore. This was like years after we had dated, and we were all hanging out, and she goes, I just don't know what it is. I just, I fucking love sucking dick. And all the guys perked up in the room. And I was just sitting there and I went, she does. <laughs> and, she, and she went, he knows. Yeah. I just, I just love it. <laughs> it was just such a funny, it was over a campfire and everything. Like it was just such a funny fucking interaction. The other story. So I would have had to been like, you're going to have to prove that to me. I don't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> We were all on acid. That'd have been an interesting experience. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so the so I'm working at Harvey's at the time. I'm a bagger, or I was either that, or I was an office person just helping bag. But I was bagging at the time of this story. Yeah. 
this group of girls comes through and there's this uh trans girl with them and i i knew this person from school um not not attractive to me probably attractive to someone but yeah. not attractive to me um especially personality wise just uh anyway um so she says oh i'm gonna get a lollipop and she gets it and gets it scanned and takes it back and says i need to practice because you know how much i love sucking dick and she looks dead at me and puts the lollipop in her mouth and starts running her tongue around it no not nice motherfucker it was awful i was like i was like i was like oh oh it was unnerving i was like oh (laughs) jesus christ and I think that that would weird me out even if it was a super hot chick because it would just be like, what am I supposed to do about that here at work? Like, I appreciate it. Don't get uh, me wrong. Bill, I'm taking my 15. <laughs> yeah. Anthony, I got a, yeah, man, no worries. <laughs> I'm Anthony taking was, a blowjob break. I'll be back in 10 minutes. <laughs> Anthony was cool as fuck. I probably could have been like, yo, this girl wants me to go take her out to her, her car and bang her around the back of the store. He probably would have been like, all right, just don't let anybody see you go back there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. This customer needs some help. She needs her box loaded. <laughs> <laughs> I remember uh, when I found that that water bottle with the two needles in there with like reddish water in it, and I swept it up into my, you know, I had the broom and the dustpan, swept oh, it up yeah. into the dustpan, and I went and I put it into the, the dumpster and everything. Or no, I'm sorry. I set it aside, and I took, no, sorry. I took it into him, and he looked at it, and he goes, Oh, but you didn't touch that, did you? Like with your hands? I said, no. And he goes, okay, good. Go wash them anyway, just to be safe. And he takes it from me and he sets it aside and he goes, oh, I need, I need gloves. So he went and got, he went and got him some gloves and he took it and he went out to the dumpster and he dumped it and everything. But apparently, and I learned something that day, uh, when you find things like that, the manager has to be the one to dispose of it, oh, at yeah. least at that, that, that chain that I was working at. And I was like, oh, interesting. He's like, if you'd have gone and thrown that away, and then came and told me about it. He's like, I would have had to have gotten on to you. And I'm like, well, that's weird, but all right. I'm glad I just came in here to you first. Thing. <laughs> yeah. So the next thing that I had marked down, this this topic list was just uh, things that were basically off the top of my brain this week. Chain mail, inbox to news feed. And what I mean by that is, you remember the chain mail shit you used to get back in the day where like, Oh, if, yeah. you, if you don't send this to at least 10 people, a girl's going to lick your butthole while you're asleep. And you're like, fuck yeah, yeah. I'm not sending this to anybody. Yep. Come lick my ass, girl. No. <laughs> um, that shit's just evolved. It's, it's funny now because I see it on Facebook and, it, and it's turned into, you know, oh, as of tomorrow, insert date here. Yeah. Facebook will be allowed to sell all of your data unless you post this and say that they do not have your permission so say it with me we you do not have our permission to use our stuff facebook yada and i always comment on there and i'm like okay for one a you realize this is just fear-mongering this isn't true and two if they wanted to do whatever they want with your data they've already done it yep they did it because the there's you a signed up. terms of agreement yep. or terms and conditions that you agreed to when you signed up and that you periodically agree to changes to and yeah if you put the shit on facebook i'm it probably says in there they're allowed to use it and there's nothing you can fucking do about it. Yeah. It used to be, and it might still be, like you can deactivate your Facebook account and delete it and then decide to reactivate it and all your shit will be back there. Yep. So like that shit's stored somewhere in the cloud. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? I you saw a thing dumb. today. It was like 
like creepy stories or something from somewhere you worked and a guy said he worked in a photo place back you know when you printed pictures and he's like oh yeah the the guy who ran the photo place whenever that people brought in nude photos he would print an extra copy of it and put it in like a photo album he had hidden in the back room he was like when i was 15 i thought that was cool as fuck but now i've realized that's really fucking creepy <laughs> <laughs> Like, dude, back back in the day, it took balls to, like, send people nude pictures because you had to fucking take a picture with a fucking camera. Then you had to take that shit down to the store and get it processed and somebody was going to look at it. Then you had to fucking mail it to them in the mail. Yeah. <laughs> like, then Polaroids came out and you at least cut out the fucking middleman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, it's so weird to think about that. Like, Hell, I remember back in the early days of the internet having to wait 20 minutes to see a fake picture of Britney Spears naked. Yep. <laughs> now she's on Instagram naked almost every day. God, yeah, kind of. I, I wish she just, I, I would. Uh, I couldn't afford it, but someone would leak it if she started on OnlyFans. Cause oh, yeah. She always does the hand bra. And, it, and then again, you know, it's like once the hands are gone and I've seen them, there's no mystery anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yep. <laughs> So it's it's also like, well, I've wondered what they looked like for my entire life. I wonder if I should just keep that mystery there. Usually the what you have in your head is always better than what it actually turns out to be. Usually. Usually. But not always. <laughs> I have had some girls that wore some baggy clothing and I was just like, yeah, you look good. And then they took that clothing off and I was like, God damn. All yeah. right. That's what's up. I am now you have my attention <laughs> <laughs> nice um weird work situ- i'm trying to remember why i said weird work situations i uh, don't know because i've had a lot of them but I, there had to have been one in particular i was thinking about that sparked this what could it have been i've told the lady about the jamaica the lady from jamaica story did i ever tell you about the time when we were doing property preservation that we walked up on a house that we were supposed to be working at in the hood and like we're walking around it because we always did a perimeter check first and took pictures outside and then moved inside the house. Uh, and we're walking around and Wes just stops and he stops me and he goes, like sniffing around. He's like, you smell that? And it smells like, yeah, it smells like B.O. And he goes, somebody's here. Oh, okay. Um, What do we do? He goes, fuck it. So we, we keep doing our pictures and everything and we go inside and he's got his flash. He's got the flashlight, and I've got the flashlight, and I have the camera, so I'm taking pictures when I'm supposed to inside. And he's shining his flashlight around, and I just hear him go, "Sup, dude?" And I'm like, "Oh shit!" So like, my anxiety is now through the fucking roof, right? I, I can oh, feel yeah. my stomach right here under my chin, and a dude's just like, "Oh hey hey man, yeah, uh, are, you, are you guys the cops?" And we're like, "Nah man, we were just we we're here with the bank." And he goes, "Ah okay yeah yeah yeah, my uh, my mom died." And this is a house, and I couldn't afford to keep it, but I ain't got nowhere to go, so I've just been staying here, you know. And Wes goes, word up, man. Uh, and he goes, you ain't going to call the cops on me, are you? And Wes goes, nah, man, here, I'll make you a deal. He goes, we're not going to bug you. We're not going to fuck with you. We just need to take some pictures and get out of here. He goes, so what I'm going to do, he goes, "Is these are these your bags of clothes and stuff? He goes, yeah. He goes, lay on the, <laughs> he t- Wes tells him, lay on back on the couch, put the blanket over you. I'm going to set these bags of clothes on you. Take pictures of this room real quick. That way, you know, you are covered. He goes, and then you're good. He goes, you don't fuck with us. We're not going to fuck with you. Dude goes, cool, man. And that was just another day at work for us. Just dealing with like some squatter in a house. Like it was nothing. But for, so we have that. 
that that's an instance. Who did we always have the most trouble with? Old white ladies. I was gonna say Karen. Yeah, yeah. I can't tell you how many times we'd be like doing work at a house or cutting the yard of a house that I guess the the Karen I'll call her Cunty Karen would know that nobody lives in. So she'd come out like they. There was more than one of them, but this one in particular that I remember came out with her phone recording, coming over and taking pictures of our license plate and shit. And Wes just started cussing this lady the fuck out. Like I was talking to her and I was like, she's like, why are you here? And I said, I am legally not allowed to tell you that because we weren't, we weren't supposed to tell anybody the bank's business. Yeah. I said, all I could tell you is that we work for the bank. And she was like, well, I'm going to call the cops if you don't give me a reason as to why you're here. Yada, yada, yada. And Wes comes around the corner and he goes, how about this? Why don't you go back to your fucking porch and mind your own fucking business? That's my fucking worker and he's supposed to be doing work that I'm paying him for and you are taking up our fucking time. Get the fuck out of here. How dare you talk to me to that? How dare you interrupt our fucking work day? I'm calling the police. Call them, bitch. I don't give a fuck. Cops show up. Wes shows them the paperwork that we're supposed to be there. They say, thank you. Sorry sorry for bothering you guys. Drives off. That lady just sat on her front porch and stared at us the rest of the time we were there. Yeah. It's like fucking a dude. Um, what? Oh, so I think I remember what it was. I think I remember what it was. So I used to work at Harvey's, like I was saying earlier, with the bagging and the the girl with the lollipop. And there was this girl who worked there, and she was an older chick, and she used to always flirt with me, always. And I always got the vibe from her that she wanted the D, but she was married, and I wasn't gonna go there. And uh, one day we're in the office, and she tells me that her and her husband had split or whatever. And I was like, Oh, that's a bummer. You know? And then like, before I could say anything else, she like grabs me by my crotch and pulls me to her and starts making out with me in the office. And I'm like, as I'm kissing her, I'm like glancing around. Like, I don't remember if there's a camera in here. I know there's a camera in the inner office, but I don't think there's a camera in this outer office, but this would really get us in fucking trouble. What are you doing? So, I mean, it was fine and everything. And then she ended up coming to my house one time and wanting to fuck. Uh, but she was too drunk. And it was really funny. Like, I watched her try to sit next to me. I was sitting on a bench. I was on the end of the bench. And she tried to sit next to me while she thought was the rest of the bench because she was drunk. And she ended up sitting in a potted plant. <laughs> Bro, God damn, it was great. Like, <laughs> I'll never forget that. Uh, have I ever told you about any of the parties that we used to have here? Oh, yeah. Okay, so... There was this one party in particular, just speaking of people that got too drunk. One of my buddy's moms was over partying, and she I was laying on the ground, and she just walks over to me and goes, Dalton, lay right there. I'm going to ride you. And she just hops on top of me and just starts, like, fucking dry humping me. And I'm like, what are you? what is going on? Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Why are you doing this? Everybody else is laughing, and I'm like, should we take this to the bedroom? What What's going on here? <laughs> I, say, I say my friend's mom. She was my... My buddy Dustin was friends with this kid who died, and then he, he Dustin still talked to this kid's mom, so she was like a friend of a friend's mom. I don't know. Anyways, I'm rambling. That's it. I'm tired and high. Um, okay, so here's here's a fun question for you. All right. It's actually it's it's a two parter because you made you made the good distinction that we can do this in two yeah. ways. So I said originally, what is your ideal significant other and then i corrected it and i said add realistic to that and you're like no let's let's do both so what is your ideal significant other and then what is your realistically ideal significant other so i'm gonna say my ideal significant other trying to think of like traits i appreciate in women uh i love 
dark features. I love like, you know, black women, Latino women. Uh, I hate the word. I hate the term Middle East, but women from like Pakistan, Egypt, you know, that kind of area, uh, Israel, Indian women. Like I love, 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 love brown women. Like, so she's like, you like that five, MSI ten. song. Oh yeah. Like five, 10. Cause I'm six, four. So, you know, a little bit taller, you know, just a fucking Bollywood bombshell. I guess that's probably a really fucking insensitive to say, but <laughs> like physically, yeah, I love dark features. You know, I like women who are in good shape. It's not a deal breaker, but it is what it is, you know. But I'm I'm weird because I, I have a range of shit I like. Like, I don't like blondes, but I'd marry Charlize Theron tomorrow if she would accept my proposal. So, it's weird. Like, I'm a weird guy when it comes to that kind of stuff. But beyond the physical, I want, you know, some ideal I want a chick who loves F1 as much as I do. That's going to be hard to find, especially in the U.S. But, like, you know, at the end of the day, I want someone who treats me like a human being, who appreciates and enjoys my time, Um, you know, somebody who's going to take care of me as much as I take care of her, that kind of shit. So, yeah, realistically, like, dark features and treats me right. Those would be my big things. But, like, Laura Winter is a... Uh, commentator for F1 and various other English sports. She's fucking gorgeous as hell and she's British, so I'll take that shit in a heartbeat. Like, Laura Winter, if you're listening to this, I will marry you tomorrow, too. Um, I'll treat you so good. Like Shorzy says, I'll treat you so good. Um, huh, who else? Gal Gadot. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, fucking give me a Wonder Woman, man. Give me a fucking dark-featured Amazon woman. I'm fucking there um yeah do like an indian chick with a british accent fucking i'm i'm all for it like dude mindy calling i think mindy calling's hot as shit i'm in love with emma stone like dude you watch bob burgers right yeah i love that show so i'm the male version of tina i'm like girl crazy like tina's boy crazy like yeah any chick who pays me half a bit of attention i'm just like oh okay cool yeah <laughs> Like butts, 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 butts. <laughs> so what about you? What's your what's your unrealistic ideal woman? Unrealistic ideal woman. Um pale, European of some sort, goth, uh, likes the same kind of music I do. I used to think like like I would love to date a, and be with a gamer if we each had our own systems and stuff, because I don't want to argue over who gets to play when. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I like, do. My ideal setup in the living room is like two 65-inch TVs side-by-side with fucking, like you said, the PS5s, the Xbox Series Xs. Like, we can play together or we can play separate and enjoy each other's company without having to be interacting. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I had to interrupt and throw that in there. No, absolutely, yeah. To have a, a nice media room would be sweet. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Um. So maybe like I don't know I I definitely would like a chick that's into horror and I think that's more realistic type stuff because I like horror and I like comedy a lot. Um, I've brought it up before, but like I appreciate when girls have pretty hands, pretty feet. So I'll go with that on under both realistic and unrealistic. That makes me think of something um, else similar to that I forgot about lips. I like big, plump, juicy lips, and 
weirdly enough, girls' eyebrows, if they have the right, like, eyebrow, if their eyebrows are on fleek, <laughs> on fleek. It, fuck it, it grabs my attention every fucking time. If I see a girl with, like, plump lips and a nice set of eyebrows, I'm like, huh, what you got going on over there? Hell yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Eyebrows, for sure. Lips, I, okay. lips I'm not huge on. Like, that's, it is what it is. But eyebrows... Yeah, oh, they, dude. they got a like, good going on but I, I can't say anything i have two big bushy caterpillars for eyebrows like so. <laughs> like i've been on the dating apps lately just kind of like you know seeing what's out there having fun talking to people nothing you know not trying to get anything serious but i find myself being like oh she's kind of cute but she got little thin bird lips i can't i can't deal with that like i want some <laughs> i want some meat to kiss into and bite on and shit like thin little bird lips just don't do it for me. <laughs> uh, my buddy Dustin pointed out to me the other day that I do I do have a type, and which which is weird because like I like women of all shapes and sizes. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. But Dustin pointed out to me that I always seem to end up talking to like shorter skinny girls. Oh yeah. And he goes, does. <laughs> What did he? What did he? What did he used to say about Kelsey? Skinny mini wants some beefcake. <laughs> but my answer to him, I was like, "Why do I? Why do I go for skinny girls?" I said, "Because I am fat enough for two. <laughs> and he and he laughed. He's like, he's like, okay, that's fair. I said, plus, I was like, when they say when they see beefcakes, beef steak, suddenly they're carnivores. If you know what I'm <laughs> saying. And he goes, "That's the he goes that's fucking poetry, not good poetry, but poetry." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, plus when you have a little, cause I've dated all, all sizes, shapes, colors, whatever. When you have a little small skinny girl, whatever, you know, lightweight, you can fucking kind of caveman her around a little bit. You can throw her over your shoulder, take her to the bedroom, fucking throw her, flip her around and shit. And my understanding is a lot of women like that shit. So, yeah. but like I said, I got the 15 inch pythons now making them bigger every day. So <laughs> Fucking, I'll just grab whatever and fucking throw around like I need to. Um, and that, that's that's a good other thing is that like something I look for in a relationship realistically is someone who is like very open, not necessarily even sexually, just like just be open with me. You know what I mean? Like, uh, whenever I'm able to be open to somebody and talk to them about whatever, uh, be it you know if we're talking about sexual stuff or if we're talking about movies or music, you know, oh, yeah. it it's nice to be able to just be open and be yourself to somebody and not have to like put on that facade of like, Oh yeah, I have to impress you because we're trying to date. It's like, nah, man, I want you to see me for me because I don't want to have to keep that facade up our entire fucking relationship. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm always very straight up. I'm like, I like you. I think you're a cool person. You know, I'm weird as fuck. I want to warn you that straight up. But if you're cool yeah. with me being weird as fuck, then we could chat. And usually I hear, well, I don't think you're weird. Yeah, okay. Just and give then, it time, baby. And then about two months later, if we're still talking, then they're cool. And usually they don't talk to me anymore if they think they finally find out how fucking weird I actually uh, am. Something else I want to say, because I know there's ladies who listen to this show. Mom bods are hot as fuck. Primo. Like, Primo. Girls you know, be like, you're, you're in decent shape, but you got a little pudge in the belly, you know, maybe some cellulite on the thighs and shit. Baby, I will rub some butter on that shit and fucking chow down. Like, that shit and, does not bother me one fucking bit. And I've I've had multiple girls that have had kids, and they're like, oh, yeah, my, my titties are deflated and saggy now. I'm like, 
Listen, I would rather see a pair of saggy titties than see a pair of big fake balloons. You know what I mean? Like, there's something about fake tits that is just so off-putting to me because they're like, they're just. Uh, I'm I starting like- to, I'm starting to get that way as I, because I used to love fake tits, but now, like you said, as I get older, I'm like, if they're realistic-looking fake tits. That's they're, different. They're fine. Yeah. But like you said, if they're the ones that are fucking ballooned, the nipples are like kind of pointing up a little bit because they just got nowhere to go. It's just not as it's not as well, attractive to me as it used to be. And here's here's the thing that that you you can learn about me. Something that I'm into. I love the natural hang of natural breasts. Like oh, yeah. the way like girls will be like, I have saggy titties. I'm like, no, you don't. They look fine. Like yeah. boobs are supposed to hang like that. Like that's the way they're supposed to be. Yeah. And I'm like, let them fucking hang, girl. Like, let me. They, I will admire them. Promise. It's like I'm not gonna be like, oh my god, ew. And any man who tells you that doesn't deserve to be in your presence anyway. So fuck yep. that guy. Not literally. Like, you know, that's not what I mean. Let me fuck, rephrase fuck that. Fuck me instead. <laughs> yeah. And we'll laugh at him. Yeah. There you go. If a man tells you that something's wrong with your body, fuck that motherfucker. Like, don't waste time on him because you're fucking perfect as you are. Whoever is listening to this, somebody out there is fucking dying to get their hands on you. Yeah. Don't fucking spend time with somebody who doesn't want you. Like, there are motherfuckers out there that are, I guarantee you, are thinking about you at night being like, God damn, if I could just wrap my arms around that person and fucking kiss them on the neck and tell them goodnight, like, oh, it'd be a fucking dream come true. So yeah, don't waste your time with people who don't appreciate you. Yeah, 100%, dude, 100%. Random, but when I was with Savannah, we were laying in bed one night, and this was just something that took me by surprise because of how nice it was, because I was expecting the opposite. She gets a message from a guy. Hey, you're beautiful. I just wanted to know if I could get to know you. I thought you were really sexy, and maybe we could hang out, yada, yada. So she takes a picture of me and her laying in bed and sends it to him. And I was expecting the worst because most of the guys who normally would hit on her would be like why are you with that fat motherfucker i'm in shape blah 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 this dude writes back oh i'm sorry i didn't realize that you had a boyfriend i hope you both have a wonderful night tonight and i was like you should send him a picture of your titties like (laughs) like, (laughs) wow he's so nice about that he wooed me over be like like, tell him he can't have you but if he wants to come over and stand in the corner and jerk off while we fuck like i'll let him do it this time (laughs) dude I had some friends of mine tell me that they let a friend of theirs do that one time. Yeah. Like, or, like he used, to, they used to do it on the regular until one day the dude that was jerking off just like walked over and busted a nut on the girl while they were doing. Oh, uh, yeah, that's that's crossing a line. <laughs> I was like, oh, I was like, dude, did he at least have permission? No. Oh, that's even. Yeah, no, that's. Dude, not- that reminds me of a story I read online where a chick was like, it was like kind of like an "Am I the asshole?" thing on Reddit, but she was saying like. She fucking, like, wanted to press charges on her husband or something because, like, he would literally fucking jerk off on her while she was sleeping. And she was like, it's fucking gross and creepy and I don't like it, but he will not stop even though I've asked him to stop. Like, what can I do about this? And everybody was like, that is 1000% rape. Fucking report his ass if he do- keeps doing it and you tell like, if he you tell him you don't like that and he does it anyways, that yeah. is fucking, that's rape. Like, yeah, dude, could you imagine somebody just walking up to you and busting a nut on your face while you're asleep? Like, I would kill a motherfucker for some shit like that. Uh, uh, the, like, the wor- one of us is not leaving that bedroom alive. The worst that I've had like that was, 
I was really drunk and I was about to pass out and I opened my eyes and saw my friend lowering his nuts to teabag me. Oh. And I gave him a straight uppercut to the ball sack like a speed bag, which yep. made him fall off the bed and then they all ran off and they thought it was so funny and then I locked the door and went back to sleep. Oh. <laughs> Same motherfuckers. But uh, the, uh, oh God, I lost my train of thought. Oh well, it's gone. So did did you do your realistic ideal partner? Oh. <laughs> we got way sidetracked on that. One. That's what we do on this show, man. We get oh, sidetracked. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> yeah, BS doesn't stand for bullshit. It stands for a bunch of sidetracks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's fucking. That's good. That's good. Um, my realistic significant other, dude. I don't really care what they look like. Um. I just want somebody who's like fucking down to earth and I can enjoy spending time around. Now, obviously looks do come into it a little bit, but like I'm no, I'm no Chris Hemsworth. You know what I mean? So it's not, I'm not like setting a bar higher. Now, am I proud of myself at the amount of girls that I get to talk to who are fucking gorgeous and give me the time of day? I don't ever take that for granted. I am thankful for that every day of the goddamn week. You shouldn't because it's fucking, it's rare. (laughs) I know. Uh, Jeremy will send me a message sometime like, God damn, son. Like, what is up with these girls in Keystone? And I'm like, I don't know, bro. They're all, almost all of them are batshit crazy, but not all of them. Some of them are really cool. <laughs> yeah, I'll fucking send Dalton a message like, hey, this chick popped up on my friends you may know. She's single and she says you're friends with her. What the fuck? Dalton's <laughs> like, oh, yeah, we used to bang 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's a, that's a thing about living in a small town. Like, oh, yeah. people fuck around here. There's nothing else to do but drink do drugs and fuck like this town like i've told before it's got two red lights and about 150 churches if not more like oh yeah it's fucking stupid but so somebody somebody i can just like spend some time with um somebody who doesn't judge me for my kinks or weird quirks um somebody who i can cook with somebody i can enjoy music with you know it's i don't know i'll find it one day um although uh before i try to get into a relationship i would like to get a job and have some financial stability you know what i mean because like i don't want to be don't get me wrong you know i don't think a relationship should be based solely on that but that's a big part of it when you get older you know what i mean is like oh yeah stability so i'm working on that i'm kind of in the same boat where i was like i've been telling people like i'm not trying to get in a relationship right now i'm not trying to jump in bed with anybody right now like i want to a, I want to build a version of me that I can be proud of when I look in the mirror. Like, yep. I want to look at myself in the mirror and say, all right, that dude's got his shit together. He's fucking good looking now, you know. Because I'm like, I'm going to say I'm a, a four to a six, depending on, you know, how my hair lays down that day, what clothes I'm wearing. You know, I'm a, I'm a four to like a solid six. But like... I want to get myself to like a six, eight range. I think eight's probably my cap. I don't think I'm quite good enough looking to be in that nine and 10 range, but I think like I could get to an eight. You know what I, you know what I want to do? It's the quote from American beauty. When, uh, Kevin Spacey is running next to the two gay guys and they're asking him like, what's he looking for in working out? And he just goes, I want to look good naked. Yep. And it's like, that's, that's, that's what I tell people. They're, they're like, you're working out? And I do. I even told my doctor. I was like, yeah, I'm working out in the gym. I'm take-. She's like, what are you trying to do with the creatine? And I was like, honestly, I want to look good naked. I want to be able to look in the mirror and be like, that's a good looking guy. Yeah. So like, until I, would I like, get there, I'm going to keep working. I would like to lose enough weight 
that I don't have the fat upper penis area. So I don't I like, yes. so like my um, dick looks, you know, six inches, but then if like, if I push that back a little bit and you can actually see how long my dick is, it's actually a little longer yeah. than it looks. No, you know, I hate that. And then oh, like yeah. my thought, my thighs, you know, there's just parts of me that I wish looked a little better when I was naked. Dude, I got the fucking, I got the fucking FUPA. I'm working on that. <laughs> um, and when I get down to about 220, the FUPA goes away. Um, and it's funny cause I just had this happen, but I want a little bit more. When I lay on my back in bed, I like my I like my ribs to be above my stomach. So like when I'm sitting up right now, like my stomach's kind of poking out a little bit. You know, I look kind of dumpy. But like when I'm laying on my back in bed, my ribs are up above my stomach. I'm like, I fucking that makes me feel better about myself. It's like I want to get down. I'm at right around 250 right now, which is you know with the creatine and shit, I'm not shedding weight that much. Um. But I want to get down to about like 220. I think at 220 with more muscle mass, I'll be happy with myself. Like I said, I got my arms are like actually looking to where I got like when I flex, I've got that little bit of cut under my bicep. Like it actually looks like there's I've got the triceps kind of hanging down a little bit. Biceps sticking up like I'm trying to get that fucking cut. Oh, yeah. Got that fucking flappy bird on i got the flappy bird i got my muscle is decent size my muscle is decent size but like i definitely got some flappy bird going on oh yeah see i got the fucking love handles and shit like dude i would fucking kill to have the fucking cum gutters like those fucking (laughs) line the fucking v like dude you have that you don't have to worry about downloading tinder and shit you just go out to a bar and just like lift your shirt up and wipe your face and show the fucking abs and the cum gutters and women are like hmm hmm i've I've never never met a woman never 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 met a woman women say like you know looks aren't important your body doesn't matter i have never met a woman who can see a set of cum gutters on a dude and not just go (laughs) i've never heard them called cum gutters and it's crazy oh dude that's like that's like the fucking (laughs) preferred vernacular it seems like like for my generation they've always called them fucking cum gutters uh, see, I don't know call, why because because they're nowhere near where you would actually be coming like it'd be really weird if you were like oh god i'm about to come i oh, got it in the gutter like that seems really weird to me but uh, maybe it's because it makes girls come i don't know uh, who the fuck knows i think like i normally fluctuate between like 310 and 325 around in there yeah. And I would really like to get down to like 260, 250, oh, yeah. somewhere around in there. I think so, I would look really good. So let me ask you this. How tall are you? I am about six foot two when I stand up straight. Okay. So you're six two. I'm six four. Like you say, you're like what, 310 to uh, 320? Around there. I haven't weighed in a while. I might be more like 325, but I, it's somewhere in that general area because I've stayed pretty consistent. So what's funny is at my heaviest, I was like 280. But if you looked at us side by side, you looked a whole lot bigger than than me. Like, but it was only 30, 40 pounds difference. Yeah. It's dude, fucking weight fascinates me because like there's no way. Like when I told people I was like, yeah, I weigh two eighty, they're like, What? No, no fucking way. I'm like, Yeah, dude, like I'm fucking miserable with myself. But I was wearing like a size like I would wear like a size 41 jean. Like a 42 was a little loose. A 40 was a little tight. Yeah, but like I now w- I'm probably, I have a pair of 38s that I can squeeze into. Like it's tight, but I can squeeze that 38 on. I uh, I typically wear 42s. I, I'll tell you this. When I was in high school, 
And this is this is why it makes more sense. So I told you that my friend Keith came up to me that one time, and he's like, Dalton, you are so fat. How do you get all these chicks? Dude, when I was in high school, I weighed about 400 pounds. Oh, yeah. I was a big motherfucker, right? Um, and... I'm a definitely I'm definitely a lot smaller now than I was then, but even now, like I look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, you could do better because I had slimmed down to probably like 295 when I was working with West doing property preservation, oh, yeah. because we were working in houses with no AC all day every day, yep. you know, sweating, fucking yep. doing hard labor, like that shit took some weight off of me, and then when I lost that job and just hung out around, hung out around at home, get stoned, eat some ice cream, take a nap. That shit adds up, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. But uh but I don't know. I'm still I'm working on it, you know what I mean? And I'm not luckily like the ladies that I do have in my life um have made it clear that they don't care that I'm a bigger dude. Oh yeah. Which is nice, but for me, I'd still like to slim up a little bit, you know. And that's what I tell people. I always was the type of person that was like I want to look like Randy Orton. Me and Randy Orton had a similar frame. So I was like, oh, you know, I could get like looking like Randy Orton. I'd be happy because then hot chicks would want to date me. Now I'm like, fuck that shit. I want to look like that because I want to be able to see that in the mirror. Like, yeah. I want to look at myself and be like, God damn, motherfucker, you look good today. Like, so I'm just like, fuck it. I'm working on it for me. And I got a buddy named Mike. We hung out. Uh, I told you I went to see Valiant Thor uh thursday night i think wednesday or thursday night well i went to see valiant thor with a buddy of mine down in chapel hill i text my buddy mike i was like hey you want to go he's like fuck yeah i'll come down there so we hung out for a few hours dude mike is the most charismatic guy you've ever met in your fucking life he's fucking super cool dude he dates like hot hot fucking hot 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 chicks and he was telling me like yeah he was dating a famous singer they broke up like a year ago. He's like, I just started working on myself. He's like, and I, I really honestly didn't give a shit. He's like, and I had fucking women just throwing themselves at me because I had a very flippant attitude towards women. Like I was just like, whatever, I don't care. And he's like, women just fucking would throw themselves at him. Cause like I said, the dude's charismatic as fuck. He's like probably the most charismatic person I know in real life. <laughs> he's a fucking magician, like a street magician, like Chris Angel or some shit. And like, dude, Hell it's yeah. fucking. He's the coolest guy. No, I love him to death. Um, but yeah, like hanging out with him, we started talking about, we were talking about fucking ayahuasca and shit. Um, like fucking just, oh dude, every time I hang out with him, it just makes me feel better. Like this, he's one of those dudes that has a way of making you feel better about yourself for having spent time with him. Yeah. So <laughs> those people are good to, good to have around. Oh yeah. I, it's, it's funny. I, I was having a conversation with Lauren the other day and, Without going into details about what the conversation was about, she was like, why are you not in sales? And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, you're an excellent salesman. She's like, seriously. And I said, uh, well, I don't particularly like people. I have like social anxiety sometimes. I was like, but if I could get over that, yeah, you're right. I probably could be really good at sales. I've thought about doing realty, oh, like yeah. selling houses because I know there's good money in it. But right now, I know a bunch of people who are realtors who are taking second jobs because yep, because it's it's an oversaturated market. Like when the housing market got so crazy, any and everybody was like, I'm gonna go sell real estate. And the more people doing it, there's only so many houses to sell. Yep. So 
That's it, I mean, like I'm kind of like that. Like I can be very convincing when I need to be. Um, I thought about selling cars cause I love cars. I know a shitload about them. I think I'd be good at it, but I tell people when it comes down to the end of the day, I'm not in sales because I'm too honest of a person. Like I don't want to fuck people over to make money. Like yeah. if some, some little old lady is looking at a fucking $50,000 car, she can't afford, but she can get approved for i can't be the guy that's like yeah let's get you signed up and fucking ruin her life with a payment she can't afford like i can't be that guy yeah so i just i wouldn't be good at it I'm from right that aspect you. so and you know sales jobs are 100 percent. you got to sometimes do some shady shit to make your money so i just don't want to be that guy i'm not going to be that dickhead that's like Oh, you want to think about it? Well, I had somebody come yesterday, said they wanted to think about it. They're going to come back later today and buy it. So if you wait, it probably won't be here. I am i can't be that <laughs> fucking guy. I, I don't blame you a bit, dude. I don't think I could either. You know, and, and that's the thing is about being a nice person is yeah. that there are some things in life you're just not going to be good at because people who are not nice people are much better at that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Unfortunately. Um. So to say... Sw- so, yeah, switch up the subject I'm just a little I'm bit. interested in this next topic you wrote down. Have you ever had a fart, sir, that was just such a powerful blast of air that it hurt your asshole? Yes. Like, it literally feels like you shit a few, like, razor blades out yeah. when you farted. Yeah. Yeah. So, the other day, I walk into the living room, and my dad is, like, looking at his phone, and he's not paying attention. And I lifted up my leg and fired off this quick like gunshot just pow and it hurt like a motherfucker and it scared my dad like it literally startled him he dropped his phone and he went jesus christ oh my god He's, he looks at me and he goes did that sound like it fucking hurt and i went it did he goes I, I didn't know what the fuck that was what did you do and i had to fart again i just went i just did this and i lifted my leg and fired another one out <laughs> He looks at me and he goes, ah, my son. (laughs) So it just started making me think that like, yeah, like there are times when like there are two different kinds of impactful farts. Okay. There's the kind that hurts when it comes out and it really, really sucks. And then there's the kind when you have an itch on your butthole and you can't scratch it, but then you let that fart out. And you're like, oh, oh my God is the best fucking feeling in the world. You're just like, oh, it itches. Like. Oh God, oh. that felt so fucking good. Yeah. It's like, oh, that feels so much better. Yeah, I, Dude, and I the love better that we ones went- than that. I'll say there's three. The best one to me is the one you can let out where nobody knows about it, but it fucking smells like death, and you can just sort of <laughs> sit there and wait for someone else to realize it. Dude, so I used to ride. Uh, I used to work with a buddy of mine, right? And we would we lived next door to each other, so we would ride to work together. So, dude, in his car, and this this works in most cars, so, hey, pro tip if you want to be a dick, if you're sitting in the passenger side, you feel a stinky fart come up, grab the window button and pull it up and just hold it up, because then when they go to roll your window down on their side, it won't work because you have the circuit blocked off with your button. So, <laughs> then you do that, and then you just fart, and then when they smell it, they're like, oh, my God, oh, it's so fucking bad. They try to roll your window down, but uh-uh, you're letting that shit out of your side. I don't want it coming back by me. <laughs> Dude, I'm the type of person, because you know, I work with a bunch of dudes at the plant, so this fucking farting all the time and shit. You know if I farted, 
because I cannot fucking deny it. If you say, did you fart? And I did, I'm just going to fucking start giggling. Yeah, like, start I laughing. can't fucking yeah. help it. I'll just fucking start giggling like a goddamn 10-year-old that said poop. Like, just way. fucking giggling. So, like, yeah, I'd fucking be in a, like working with this guy, Doug. He was one of my best friends at the plant. You know, we'd spend a bunch of time hanging out, talking and stuff. Be working with him. And why I'd just be like... And, you know, it's loud. You got earplugs and shit in. You're not going to hear farts. So I'd fart, and I'd be like, oh, that motherfucker reeks. And I'd just wait. <laughs> and, like, I'm trying to keep a straight face, but it's so fucking hard for me because I just want to laugh. And then as soon as Doug's like, oh, my fucking God, I just bust out laughing. So I'm like, so he'd be like, did you fart? I'd be like, no. And he'd be like, well, you're not laughing, so I know you didn't do it. <laughs> dude, I used to get people all the time. I'd be like, did you fart? And they'd be like, no, I'd be like, damn, must have been me then. <laughs> dude, I don't dude. care. Farts are fucking funny as shit. If you don't find farts funny, I don't know that I want to be friends with you because farts are fucking hilarious. Two things. One, <laughs> I love that we went from like talking semi-seriously about like what we look for in a relationship to farting. It's just fantastic. Yes. Welcome to yet another bullshit podcast. <laughs> two they uh there used to be a comedian and i don't know his name he had one comedy central presents that i saw and he had a bit about farting and he goes and i can see some of you in the crowd are groaning about fart jokes he goes you know what farts farting is the joke given to us from god he goes but you know why because he could have let us release that in any way but he decided to take this much air and this much moisture and pass it between the two biggest pieces of ham on the body and you know what if you don't find farts funny you are disrespecting the lord <laughs> and then he did a superman pose and the whole crowd went nuts it was it was fucking nice. fantastic <laughs> dude my seven-year-old farts like a goddamn drunk sailor like that motherfucker will blast a fart and it is the funniest shit dude the funniest story one of the funniest stories i have as a parent this was like 2019 probably um i was living in a townhouse with jen jonathan's like four or five so like 2019 2020 he's outside riding his power wheels right and yeah. i'd been in his life for a little while so he's starting to really fucking he'd had female influences his whole life i'm really starting to bring the boy out of him so me and jen are in the kitchen doing whatever I think she was cooking or something. He's outside riding his power wheel. So I see him like just zooming past the glass French doors. And like, I see him pull up and stop, like let off the brake, let off the gas. The thing just like halts to a stop, gets off the power wheels, walks into the house. I'm like, what's up? He walks over to his mother, turns around, presses his ass into her leg and just, <laughs> just farts on her, goes back outside and gets back on his power wheels. Starts for, I was like, did he just get off his power wheel to come in the house and fart on you? And she just like busted out laughing. I was like, that is the funniest shit I think I've ever seen in my life, dude. Like it was so goddamn funny. He literally was outside playing by himself, having fun. It was like, Hmm, I feel a fart coming on. I need to share this with my mother. <laughs> like gets off his power wheel, holds the fart long enough to walk into the house presses like no explanation no nothing doesn't say a word just walks in the house presses ham on her fucking leg and drills a fart into it and then goes about his business <laughs> like holy shit i will never forget that as long as i fucking live fucking tremendous dude 
<laughs> that yeah, was that's... like the some of the funniest shit that's ever happened in my vicinity in my fucking life. Yeah, that's that would I would have been crying laughing. Absolutely. That's fucking hysterical. Dude, it oh, was I'm either it was either Jen or it was my ex-wife Michelle. But dude, like one of our first dates, like what I'm talking about within I think it might have been Michelle, but it was like within like yeah, it was Michelle because it was in my first apartment I had in Wake Forest. She came over and we're like watching TV and shit, right? We start fucking like, you know how you do when you first start dating. You like start tussling around and shit so you can get that physical contact in. She's like sitting on top of me, starts trying to tickle me. I'm laughing and I fucking farted, right? It's just like fucking like a sound machine fart. Just like, and like she just like stopped and looked at me and I just busted out laughing because I was like, it's fucking farts are funny. She started laughing and that's when I was like, this relationship can go the distance yeah, because, cool. yeah, like I fucking farted. Like I'm talking about within the first three times hanging out and she fucking thought it was funny. When I was about 16, I was dating this girl, Mavis, and we were walking around uh, her her like neighborhood and I had always oh, yeah. joked with her that I didn't think she she didn't fart because i had never heard it right i was like no nah, i just don't think you do it and she's like i do just not around you and i yeah. was like i just don't think you do it and i used to just make fun of her about it not that i cared it was just something funny to pick at her about so we're walking her dog in the neighborhood and i hear this like <laughs> and i turned and looked at her and she just like cracked this smile and goes there now you can't now you can't say that anymore and nice. i hit the dirt I was laughing so goddamn hard. It was just so random <laughs> that I was like, that's hilarious that the fact that you took that seriously, the, the, that you felt that you needed to fart in front of me so I would stop picking at you about it. That's fucking awesome. Dude, another funny story. So me and Jen are in Walmart getting some fucking clothes for Jonathan, right? I think he was in school or in daycare at the time. We're in the fucking clothing section at Walmart. <laughs> She just fucking lifts her leg and blows a massive fucking fart, right? There's a fucking black lady, like, in the aisle where we're at. So she's, like, 15 feet away from us, right? <laughs> so Jen just blasts this fucking <laughs> fart. The black lady goes, oh, Lord, and starts giggling. And Jen, I thought she was going to fucking die on the spot. She's like, I didn't know anybody was around. I was like, are you fucking Like, she did it. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, that lady just busted out laughing. And, like, Jen hears her laughing and just, like, walks off to another aisle. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm, like, dying, dude. She's like, I didn't know anybody was around. Like, you're in a fucking store. She's like, I didn't know it was going to be that loud. I was like, you can never trust a fart if you fucking push that bitch out it's a good chance it's gonna make some noise like you gotta kind of hold it and just sort of like you know when you're in public you kind of just like pressure relief you just like a little bit out at a time like you yeah. can't just push that whole motherfucker out at once it's gonna slap around in there oh my god have we oh. ever talked about the fart bubbles like when you're a fatter person like where you like you fart and you like feel the air come out the top of your butt crack. Like, I was gonna I was gonna ask you, have you ever been sitting in like a leather chair or something with your legs together and you fart and you feel it like run between your thighs trying to yeah. find an escape? Like, oh yeah, dude. I have. And I'm like, that's not a it's such a weird feeling. And yeah. You ask a skinny person that and they look at you like you got turds hanging out of your mouth. They're, they're like, like, they're like, like what are you talking about? about? It's like, no, dude, like, yeah, if you if you got a fucking junk in the trunk, <laughs> you will feel them motherfuckers because like, like you your skin will be pushed together so tight, it's airtight. That fucking air's gotta find somewhere. Like you said, it'll run up your butt crack or it'll run down your fucking thighs. 
Yeah, it really will. It's the wildest feeling thing, too. Oh, yeah. I don't even know how to describe it. Is it just me, or do the farts smell worse when you got a poop in the chamber? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, obviously. (laughs) I I used to always describe it. I would fart, and it would fucking be rank, right? And I'd be like, oh, yeah. I was like, I gotta take a shit. It's fucking. I said I had to scrape by the turd. Took a little bit with it when it went. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Jesus Christ! I yeah, that's usually the good. Like if I let one rip and it's awful, I usually go to the bathroom and I'm like, yeah, that's that's what needed to happen. <laughs> but, but fucking take some with that. Oh Jesus Christ! That's disgusting. <laughs> like oh, you had it had to scrape by a turd on the way out. Uh, I had a buddy with fart. He'd be like, "You hear that asshole talking shit?" <laughs> I was, I always go, "Did you hear that frog?" <laughs> I would uh, always do it. The, the funniest shit for a dad is blaming on somebody else in the room. Like we'd all be sitting there, like laying in bed watching TV or something. I fart and be like, "Jen, goddamn!" And Jonathan be like, "Mommy," she be like, "That wasn't me." I like, yeah, well, it was, John. It really was. Like, I ain't taking credit for that shit. <laughs> um, all right. One more topic, and then we'll get into the songs of the week and our community questions. Uh, and this topic's not its not long. It's just something that annoyed the shit out of me. So, like I mentioned earlier, I released a new album, The City of Wind and Stars. I go on Twitter. I post that I released a new album uh, on my personal Twitter, and I posted it on my Nile the Nightmare Twitter. Yeah. And then I logged out. I probably logged into the JRPG report and retweeted some JRPG news and stuff. You know what I mean? And then I fucked off and went about my business. Uh, that was the day before yesterday. So yesterday I wake up and I go to check the Twitter to see if it got any traction, which it never does. So I don't know why I was yeah. thinking that. Anyway, I go to log into Nile the Nightmare Twitter. It tells me that my account has been permanently suspended. And I was like, what the fuck? Why? So I put in an appeal, yeah, and I was like, um, I haven't done anything out of the ordinary on this. You know, this isn't because it was saying that it was somebody who had already been banned on Twitter who had made another account, and I was like, uh, I was like, none of my other accounts are ban- banned. Like you can you can check them, and I listed them. You know what I mean? And uh, then I went and started looking through the because the way Twitter works is when they ban your account, you can still read things, you just can't do anything. And yeah. apparently, somebody in the time that I had shared my album and then went to bed that night and woke up, somebody had hacked my account and started spamming shit, right? What the hell? So I'm like, I don't even know how they would have gotten my information. I really don't. But it happened. So I ended up, I sent another email to Twitter and I was like, hey, uh, I just looked and saw that my account had been hacked and it was sending spam. I said, Honestly, my music doesn't really get any much get much traction from this account, so you can just cancel it because it's too much of a hassle for me to try to like fix this problem. Oh yeah, you know what I mean? Fuck it, I'll just share my albums on my personal Twitter. I have more followers on there anyway. Not that that gets any traction either. <laughs> yeah, my fucking Twitter, dude. Like I'll Twitch tweet shit. Rarely ever does it even get a like on it. So yeah, no, not only that. Too, I mean, I'll post my music almost everywhere. And I do appreciate the friends of mine that I have that do share it. But, like, fuck, man. On Facebook, I've got, like, over th- over 1,000 friends at least, maybe 2,000. And, like, I'll share my music and might get three or four likes. And I'm like, oh, yeah. damn, son. Like, so many of y'all could just... if I hate to be one of those people, if everybody could just send me a dollar. No, but, like, if yep. you could at least, like, like it so it gets, like, put into the news feed more, that'd be sweet. But, you know, oh, what, yeah. the fuck, what the fuck do I know about algorithms? 
anyway, yeah, that's the denial of the nightmare Twitter fiasco that I was just like, God so, damn it. So everybody go on Facebook, look up Nile the Nightmare, and share the new album. Yeah, that'd be cool. Do it. If you love Yab's pod, do it. <laughs> if you want to see pictures of our butthole, nineteen ninety nine a piece. <laughs> yeah, we're cheap. <laughs> for for thirty bucks, I'll take a video of me farting for you. You can oh see God. the fucking you can see the fucking brown eye just open up for you. Jeremy so, Jeremy will wink at you three times. Yeah, yeah somebody out there might be into that. Hey, have my. you have you ever seen a live action fart? In, like have you ever person? seen a butthole actually release a fart? I mean, I've seen porn of it, the Brazilian fart porn. <laughs> so funny story Brazilian about that. Brazilian fart fetish porn. Funny story about that. Like two weeks before that South Park episode came out, yeah. my buddy's older brother and his friend had discovered Brazilian fart porn and showed it to me and my friend and were like, this is the funniest thing ever. <laughs> and then two weeks later, they were talking about it on South Park. And we all lost our goddamn minds. <laughs> that Dude. has happened to me twice in my life. Real quick. <sighs> my dad got really in. I mean, really fucking into cooking for a while, like out of nowhere. And then like. Three weeks later, that cream freeze episode of cream South Park came out. Cafeteria freeze. <laughs> and I was like, these motherfuckers are just writing about my life at this point. <laughs> oh Jesus! Um, so your song of the week, my good sir. Yes, my song of the week. Um, hold on, I had something. I had something that what we were just talking about. Oh, okay. Um, where the fuck did it go? Brazilian fart porn. Brazilian fart porn. I remember seeing a fucking, this <laughs> the most fucked up shit I've ever seen, a gender reveal where a fucking chick had colored powder in her asshole <laughs> and farted either pink or blue, and that was what the fucking gender was. That's tremendous. Was like, dude, all gender reveals should be done like that from now on. The mom should fucking have her asshole filled with a powder she doesn't see, and then she should record herself farting that powder into the air. You know, I've always had, excuse me, I've always had a, an idea for a gender reveal. Um, I know you're not an Elder Scrolls fan, so it's probably not going to resonate with you, but you may still think it's cool. So whenever you, in, it's like in Skyrim, when you encounter the Dark Brotherhood, you yeah. kill somebody, or no, I'm sorry, you kill the person in the quest that you're supposed to and it was a dark brotherhood contract you weren't part of the contract so you end up getting a letter delivered to you um and when you open the letter there's a handprint and it just says we know right and that's all it's a black handprint or it might be red red either it doesn't matter i think it's a black handprint um i think a gender reveal for like an elder scrolls fan would be really cute if you had somebody come up like during uh the the baby shower or whatever yeah. and be like, got something I'm supposed to deliver your hands only. Let's see here. Here. Got this from a mysterious fellow. Really shady. Wearing a hood. hood. Wouldn't tell me who he was, but he said, this is for you. You give it to him. They open it up and it's either a blue handprint or a pink handprint. And it just says, we yeah. know, you know, I think that would be cool. Nice. But you'd have to, uh, it'd have to be the right girl <laughs> or, oh, guy. Yeah. or guy or guy. I don't so, know, dude. Gender ladies. reveal parties are fucking stupid to me. So, but <laughs> let, yeah, that's... let people enjoy things. No, they're they're <laughs> dumb to me. Like, if you're gonna do it, do some shit like that, though. Don't go fucking setting California wildfires and shit to say my baby has a penis or a vagina. No, I like the ones where they they have like the the little bustable ball 
that's got the smoke yeah. inside of it that's blue or pink. Yeah. Like I like that because that's not causing a fire. Yeah, you don't need to set off fireworks or anything. I want one where they do like the balloon thing where they open a box and a bunch of balloons fly out. But I want the balloons to fly like a big thing of lettered balloons come out that says, how dare you assume my gender. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah. yeah, I think more I think more things should be done by farting. I think farts should be more utilized. Dude, I wish farts could power vehicles, dude. Like, gas is fucking expensive, man. Meth- methane burns. Like, let me fart into my fucking gas tank. Just Did get you, me down to the fucking corner store. You'd need a lot of farts, man. It'd be I got a, a lot of a farts. Chili, a chili-based <laughs> diet. People be blowing out their rectums trying to fucking fill their gas tanks up. I got a fucking Yukon XL. Ugh. <laughs> Oh my god, what is your song of the week, sir? <laughs> <laughs> uh, my, my fucking SUV only gets two farts per, per mile. <laughs> this is what we have devolved to. <laughs> Get fart-powered cars. <laughs> Apparently so. <laughs> so, there's a system you can put on your car. It's called a water methanol injection system. And it's like mixes water water and methanol into your fuel system and it increases the horsepower of your car. So is methanol made with methane? So does, does that mean that this system is a wet fart machine? No, man, like, it's, made with, I, it's made with a bunch of drugs. It's methanol. It's can made I, with methanol. But I'm saying, can I wet fart into it and make it work? Oh, Jesus Christ. I don't know. Oh, it's gross. <laughs> Dude, that's what I remember. We were talking about the painful farts. I wanted to I wanted to segue into this, but it didn't work out. Have you ever had where like you were taking a shit? It was fucking like hurt like hell coming out. You're like this motherfucker like feels like a tree branch coming out of my ass. You shit. You get up to wipe, and there's like a fucking just a little tiny nugget in the toilet. <laughs> no. Has that ever happened to you? No, Dude, I've had no. that where I'm just like, oh my god, oh, it feels like it's fucking coming out sideways. I'm like, oh, and you're like, all right, oh, I'm done. And you're like, white, it's dry because like the turd's all fucking fossilized by then. I guess that's what makes it hurt. I think it's, <laughs> it's yeah, I think dry. it's because it's dry is that it's, it's the way it hurts. <laughs> Usually like when that happens to me, uh, there is substantial proof that caused it. <laughs> Uh, but no, I like get up and it's like, holy shit. It was just like a fucking little, like a fucking little rock. I'm like, God damn, you were causing all that fucking trouble. <laughs> but I also have had turns where it was like, but you fucking get up. It's down in the hole of the toilet, but it's also fucking cresting out of the water too. And you're just like, is this going to flush? <laughs> the name of this week's episode is going to be another shitty episode with the boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah more- <laughs> More farts and poops. <laughs> yeah, I had to get that out there. Yeah, if you can't fine. tell, if you can't tell, listeners, I'm in a fucking fantastic mood today. He is. He's in a good mood. I, I can um, tell. Yeah. So, song of the week. Um, if we're done with the farts and poop, my song of the week is "One of Them" by G Easy and Big Sean. This is a. If anybody knows G Easy's fucking phenomenal rapper, I fucking love his catalog. But this is one of those songs where he's basically saying like like two of my favorite lines of the song. One is the first time I seen that Ferrari in person, I said, yes, I want that. I'm certain that. And then he says, I want all the dumb shit money can buy. That's been 
my life goal to be so fucking rich that I can just buy whatever dumb shit I want without having to think about it. That would be fucking amazing to me. Oh yeah. Yeah. It would be awesome. So yeah, that's like a little bit of an anthem for me. Okay. It's a good choice, man. I've never heard it, but I'll have to give it a listen. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Um, my song of the week is by a band called Dark, and I just relatively just they're they're a relatively new band. I just recently discovered them. Um, so the song is called Lovers in the Dark, and it's kind of like I mean it's just about I think it's about goth people just getting it on right basically, oh. um, or at least that's the vibe I get from it. I I've sent this to two people in the past two weeks, and I've gotten two very different reactions to it. So as you as a listener, you may have one of these two reactions. You may have the reaction of the song has too much reverb, and I can't really understand what they're saying, but it's 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 a good song. Or you'll have the reaction of, man, I really want to fuck to this. And you might be both, but you're going to be one or the other, I promise. Me personally, I would love to fuck to this music. Like It is just good, old-fashioned, goth, let's fucking bang, queen of the damned, hot tub scene, deftones change playing. Like there's just oh yeah, nothing like it. Nice, nothing like it. All right, nice. Before so, I pop a boner, I did. I did have one more thing I wanted to talk about before we do community questions. I want to talk about the race today. Oh, okay. the F1 race in Silverstone was today. Silverstone is the premier track in the UK, so it's always a big pageantry thing. It's always pretty good race, pretty drama filled. So I sent you the clip. Uh, Zhou Guan Yu, who is a rookie driver, he is the possible, I think he's the first Chinese driver ever to race an F1. He had a rather nasty accident in the literally the first turn of the race where another car ran into his, lifted it up a little bit, uh, got air under the car, which flipped it over on its roof. Well, roof on its top slid through the gravel trap it caught gravel right before it hit what's called a tech pro or this was a tire wall i think went over the tire wall and actually hit the catch fence which is basically a chain link fence to keep debris and cars and shit from smashing into the grandstands and killing a bunch of people like i sent you the clip you can attest it was a fucking nasty accident like oh yeah dude if that fence wouldn't have been there that'd have been brutal yeah luckily the cars are built so safety forward and safety minded that he walked away from that with no like injuries, nothing, nothing non superficial. Like I'm sure he's sore as fuck from that, but yeah. I mean, he, you know, at that first turn, they're probably going a good 140, 160. So like that should happen quick. Um, but got to give it up to my boy Carlos Sainz. He's the second driver for Ferrari. I'm a huge Ferrari fan. Got his first win today. Um, got his first pole position yesterday, so he's had a fucking phenomenal weekend. But, dude, so there was a safety car, which is, for people that don't know, it's the pace car, NASCAR. It's the car that, like, when there's an accident or there's a car broken down on the track, slows everybody down so that they can safely clear the track. So he was in... Uh, Charles Leclerc, which is the first driver for Ferrari, was in first place when the safety car happened. It was too late for him to go into the pits. But Carlos and Lewis Hamilton went in and got brand new tires, soft tires, which are the faster compound tire. Um, 
Shaw couldn't. So, of course, Shaw is not only a hard tire. So the way F1 tires work is you have, they have five compounds in total called C1 through C5. Pirelli makes all the tires. So Pirelli chooses three of them. And those are the tires designated for that weekend. So you have, you know, a soft tire, which is a red stripe. It's going to be a faster tire. It's going to have better grip, but it's going to wear out quicker. You have a hard tire, which would be two, two compounds up, which is not going to have the grip, but it's going to last a lot longer. And then you have a yellow stripe medium in the middle. That's kind of a balance of the two. So Charles is out on like 30 lap old hard tires these even the hard tires it maybe last 50 laps you're talking about 100 miles maybe these tires are completely worn out to the point they'll actually pop so he's got carlos and lewis behind him on brand new soft tires so they're naturally going to be monumentally faster so charles in first carlos is in second lewis is in third then you have you know everybody else behind them ferrari actually called carlos on the radio and was like hey we're going to need you to back up everybody else, give give Shaw a little bit of breathing room so that he doesn't get overtaken. And Carlos is basically like, man, fuck that shit. Like, I can win this race. That's dumb to do. I don't want to do that. And he basically, he didn't do it. And he actually went on to win the race. Shaw ended up falling back to fourth place. But Ferrari was like, okay, he won the race. It's cool, whatever. And they actually showed the team principal like wagging a finger in in Charles Leclerc's face after the race, like basically telling him, look, don't go talk to the press and be like, I got fucked over or whatever. You know, remember you drive for the team. Carlos got lucky today. You got unlucky. You know, better luck next week. And, you know, I understand that because I'm sure when he got out of the car, he was probably justifiably pissed off about it. But it happens. It happens to everybody in the sport. You kind of just got to take your lick. So, Pretty sure he went and uh, he was very professional in his interviews and stuff. But like, I just want to give shout out to my boy Carlos. Got his first win. He's been in the sport for like eleven years, I think, something like that. Eight, eight years, something like. He's been in it for a while. Finally got a win. I know that has to fucking feel absolutely amazing. Oh yeah. But yeah, that helped my mood a whole lot today because like I was in a pretty good mood, and then like seeing a really good race where Ferrari won, fucking just. Oh, it made me feel fucking good. So, yeah, I wanted to get that out there. <laughs> fucking let's go Ferrari. Hell yeah. Yeah, random, but I used to have Pirelli tires on my Ford Explorer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had Pirelli tires on a Dodge Charger I had. I had a Charger in 2007. It was a 2006 model. Black. I was one of the first people in the United States to put a set of 24-inch rims on a Charger. Like, it happens all the time now. They put 30-inch rims on them and all that shit. Pirelli actually developed a tire small enough to fit those cars. I was one of the first people to do it um, because I had money at the time. I was in my early 20s. I didn't give a fuck. You know, I just bought some fucking, like, $3,000 rims and put them on my car. (laughs) Fucking... To the point I ordered them from California, right? And like they never showed up and they never showed up and they never showed up. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So I finally find the number for the place and I call them and I'm like, hey, dude, I ordered these rims like a month and a half ago. I haven't got them yet. What's up? He's like, oh, dude, I'm sorry. He's like, we wanted to reach out to you. We didn't, we couldn't find a way to do so. He's like, we actually 
one of your tires ripped trying to put them on the wheel. He's like, and Pirelli had them back ordered, so we couldn't get another one, but we just got it. We're going to get them shipped out tomorrow. You should have them in a week. I was like, okay, cool. Like the tires were, they were 275, 25, 24s. So for anyone who doesn't understand tires, the first number in a tire is the width of the tire in millimeters. So the tread... That's the tread, so it's 275 millimeters wide. The second number is 20, the 25 is a percentage number. So the sidewall is 25% of the width. So like the sidewall dude was like this. It was like nothing. I can post a picture in the group uh, after this comes out. Like there's, it. I actually had a guy I work with said, man, I didn't think you had tires on your car. It looked like you were just skating in here on some <laughs> chrome rims. And like these tires were nothing, dude. But like, the coolest thing that happened to me when I owned that car, I don't know if you know the name Ben Baller. Ben Baller is a very high-level jeweler in L.A. He actually reached out to me and was like, hey, man, can I talk to you about the wheels on your car? And I was like, I didn't know who he was at the time. I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. I'll answer. He's like, man, you know, how do they fit? How do they ride? Blah, blah. I started telling him all the stuff. He's like, so do you know who I am? And I was like, no, nah, I don't. And he was like, uh, hold on let me check the game you know the game right yeah. not triple h the rapper the game yeah, yeah, yeah he had an album that had just come out i'm gonna try to find the name real quick uh the documentary so it had come out or was it might have been doctor's advocate uh yeah it was doctor's advocate it come out in 2007 or 2006 so it had only been out about a year he's like do you have that album i was like yeah i've got it in the car he's like go open the book and he's like, to go open the book and the CD to this page. So I go look and it's like under special thanks. It says Ben Baller. I'm like, oh shit, how the fuck is your name in like the game's fucking album? He's like, he's the guy who makes all the big ass chain like charms and shit for all these rappers and shit out uh, in California. I was like, dude, that's cool as fuck. Like, why are you reaching out to me? He was like, dude, you're one of the only people with 24s on your charger. I want to put some on mine. I was like, fuck, man. I got like Louis Vuitton inserts in the seats and all kinds of shit. And dude, that car was a fucking lemon. It was a piece of junk, but like, it looked so <laughs> fucking good, man. Like, but it was so fucking cool to have somebody famous actually reach out to me and be like, hey, let me, let me ask you about something. And he tried to sell me some jewelry. I was like, man, I make money. I don't make that kind of money. That's like, <laughs> I had a button. Now it's not as good looking as a charger, but I had a buddy who had a Fiero. Oh yeah, and it looked really good sitting in the parking lot, which was good because it spent most of its time sitting in the parking lot. Oh yeah, yeah. Fieros <laughs> were uh, not the most dependable vehicles in the world. No. We'll see if uh, I can find. I've got a picture of that car. I want to see if I can find it, and send it to you. But yeah, we can go ahead and start the community questions. Yeah, let's do that. Um, the first one is from Kana. They made an action figure of you. What would you have your accessories be? Kana said we may have answered this before. I feel I like we, we might have. have, but I don't care. I'll do it again. Um, if I was an action figure, my accessories would probably be like a Ferrari F1 hat, um, probably like an Xbox controller, and what else? TV remote, maybe? <laughs> Or a bottle of water, because I've always got a bottle of water. Um, yeah. What about you? I mean, I would be pretty uh, pretty much a stock Jeff Jarrett character. Like, throw me in there with a, with a guitar. Um, maybe, like, a nice long coat. 
Because I always use that. Hey, baby, you ever had your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, there we go. I mean, There's my I was, baby. Oh, hold on. I got to close the notes to see it. Oh, yeah. It's a sweet looking car, man. It was nice, but like I said, it was a piece of shit. Transmission went out at like 26,000 miles or some shit. Um, Oof. Like it was, yeah, it was rough. Uh, Which now putting 24 inch steel wheels on it probably didn't help the transmission very much. <laughs> But I'm I'm trying to picture what I would look like in the box, and I think I would be stood up in the box holding the guitar with a doobie sticking out of my lips. Oh yeah, and it would be uh, red on the end like it was lit, and uh, yeah, maybe like have my character sitting on a stool. I feel like if we just took like a Silent Bob action figure and just changed the name on it, it'd be pretty close. Put a guitar in there with it and change the name. Yeah. I have curlier hair than him, but it could work. Yeah, true. for yeah. sure. <laughs> if I straightened my hair, then yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> um, all right, here's one from Adam, our friend over in Australia, mate. Toughest guy in the... The toughest motherfucker on earth. Bad, bad Leroy Adam. <laughs> uh, <laughs> world with the best lore. I was trying to think about this one, and I'm trying to trying to narrow it down i think we should do like video games and tv movie like separate okay so i feel like for tv and movies um i don't know if you've watched it i feel like westworld has a really really nicely fleshed out world um as far as video games best lore i want to say cyberpunk because cyberpunk's like world is amazing but i don't know if it would really fall into that category i know what you're gonna say really what do you think i'm gonna say skyrim <laughs> sky no <laughs> or actually. some elder scrolls game El- elder scrolls would be up there it would but as far as like a video game that i played and i was completely intrigued by the world and what was going on in the story be the witcher so yeah i can see that cd project red they know what they're yeah. doing you know what i mean shout out to the horizon games too they have a really nice fleshed out world too yeah for sure um let's see uh i have to give a shout out to the ease series because you play as the same main character in each game and each one's like one of his adventures that he's been on so like while you can play those games in any order it's still like interconnected in a in a way that i don't know it's hard to explain but it's cool um what about tv or movie (laughs) TV, TV, The Sopranos. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty good. But lore, I don't know. Lore, I feel uh, like I feel like the easy answer for movies and TV is Star Wars. Was that shit yeah. so fucking in depth? But like I said, I feel like that's an easy answer. Like I don't want to just go with oh Star Wars. It's the answer to everything. Yeah. But yeah, like Westworld really fleshed out really well. Um. I feel oh, like, for along with The Sopranos, like Breaking Bad kind of yeah. is a really fleshed out. Like Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul is a really, really fleshed out thing. But I don't feel like that's a fleshed out, quote unquote, world because it takes place within our society. Like when I when I hear like the best world with the best lore, I'm thinking like something sci-fi, something fantasy, otherworldly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah same here. Same here. That's why I was like Sopranos, but I don't. I don't know. I'm just trying to think. Um, movies. Damn, that's a good fucking question. I would say like Interview of the Vampire Queen of the Damned, but that would be more the books. So yeah. like, 
And and when it comes to books, when you're talking about lore, you have the Hobbit, Lord of the Rings, and all yeah. of the similar, however you say that word. Um, yeah. Then you've got like Discworld. You know, you've got the Dresden Files. You've got the Wheel of Time, Harry yeah. Potter. All of these fucking like so movies. I'll probably go Harry Potter for movies. Like I feel like it might be a hot take. I'm gonna say the Matrix too, because okay. even though it technically the Matrix is our society, like they have this whole like outer world thing that's pretty well fleshed out as far as like why and how things are happening. Okay. Uh. All right, Nate. What is your favorite Adam Sandler movie? That's a fucking tough question. I've been thinking about this one. Um, I'm gonna break it into two things. I'm gonna say comedy movie and dramatic movie because okay. I don't think they should be in the same category. Um, but it's even hard to nail it down. So I'm gonna say like some of my best comedy is gonna be like Little Nicky is fucking amazing. I think that is an extremely underrated movie. Um, he loves Happy acting. Gilmore's. I love pissing. <laughs> Happy Gilmore's ha- great. Happy Gilmore's great. Uh, Billy Madison's fu- fucking amazing. Um. Like the fucking part with Chris Farley where he's like, that is correct. And starts taking his fucking tank and like twisting on his nipples and shit. <laughs> biting his finger like, dude, I fucking hate we lost him. He's fucking I, amazing. I quote that movie all the time. I always oh, go, yeah. good, great, grand, no yelling on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> I always do the fucking uh, shampoo is better. I go on first and clean the hair. No, conditioner is better. I make the hair silky and smooth. <laughs> and smooth. <laughs> that oh. Veronica Vaughn is what a piece, piece of, of ace. Piece of ace. <laughs> you know, me and her one time. No, you didn't. Well, not me, but this guy I know. No, he no, didn't. No, he didn't. Oh, but it'd be cool if it did. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. What other comedies? Fucking Waterboy. Like, dude. Adam Sandler, to me, has very few misses. Like, most of the shit he does, if it's not my favorite thing, it's still decent in my book. Yeah. Um, Now, as far as drama, I think he is a fucking amazing dramatic actor. Three movies come to mind. Punch Drunk Love, which I think was his first foray into, like, dramatic acting. That Have you seen that movie? Uh, It's on my list fucking watch that movie dude because it's like he's basically like you know the the kind of pushed pushed around guy that just gets screwed over all the time and like dude fucking watch it it's fucking amazing um fuck rain over me have you seen that no that movie that's something every if you're listening to this go watch rain over me with adam sandler and don Cheadle. the plot of the movie is adam sandler's family died in the 9-11 terrorist attacks so he got like this huge like multi-million dollar settlement from the government but like all he had was his family he didn't give a shit about anything else so he's just like completely depressed like he's inconsolable and i think don Cheadle is his buddy and he's trying to like get him out of this funk but dude there's a scene in that movie where he like gets a gun he walks up to a cop and just like points the gun at the cop because he's basically trying to get the cop to shoot him and kill him because he's so fucking miserable without his family that he doesn't want to live anymore but he can't kill himself so like dude it's such a fucking powerful movie 
uh who's i think it was the who that did the song rain over me like that's like the the titular theme song of the movie and oh my god it's such a fucking powerful movie if you haven't seen it and then most recently uh uncut gems if you haven't seen that on netflix have you watched that yet no oh dude it is fucking i've heard good things like uncut gems he's a i want to say he's in boston or new york but he's like uh you know like the a new york city jeweler like you know the fucking kind of skeezy jewish jeweler you know yeah but like he's a fucking gambling addict so like he owes a bunch of fucking bookies money and shit so he's always like ducking and dodging dude that fucking movie was absolutely amazing like go watch uncut gems if you haven't seen it it is fucking fantastic so i've bogarted this topic enough i'm gonna say what what (laughs) what movies would you list off uh favorite comedy with adam sandler i love eight crazy nights but i don't think i would put it at the top Uh, it's definitely great though if i was gonna choose one adam sandler movie that like if i was gonna sit down with somebody and watch it it'd probably be, be mr deeds Mr. Deeds is fucking fantastic. Mr. Deeds, and that's Great a remake movie. apparently, but oh yeah, yeah. Still, um, it's it's a wonderful movie. Um, his serious movies, um, I think it's considered a a dramedy, but even still, um, Spanglish. Yeah, Spanglish was pretty good. Is a really good movie. Um, and then I to kind of co- would throw Big Daddy into that category too, because it's a lot of comedy, but there's some drama in it too, and that's a really fucking good movie too. And another one that I would put into that category that's tremendous is Click. Click was pretty good, yeah. Click that that ending of the endings parts of Click, like there wasn't a dry eye in the house in that theater oh, yeah. when we went to see it. You know what I mean? Like, it's did probably, you see? Uh, did you see Bedtime Stories? That one was pretty good. too. No, but that's that's one of the ones that like when I saw it advertised, I was like, man, I'd like to see that, and they just never did. It's pretty good. It's like he tells his kids bedtime stories, and then like they happen in real time. It's pretty it's pretty interesting um there's one other one i was thinking of what the fuck was it oh, i lost it i can't think of it now so yeah i'll let you continue um all right well then the next one is uh jeff's jeff's question and th- this one's hard too favorite john candy movie uh it's probably not his best movie but it's the one i always go back to uncle buck i 100 percent agree uncle, uncle buck, buck is, is a fucking amazing movie like yeah. the fucking flipping the big ass pancake with the snow shovel yeah. uh like dude like i fucking i love that movie it's so great that um planes trains and automobiles planes trains and automobiles is good what's the movie he was in was it fucking home alone where he was in the fucking polka band like they were trying to get home and like the van picked him up and it was him like he led like a polka band i think so let me i'm gonna look that up real quick um i think so he was also in another one that was like what's the matter with somebody oh god i don't know he was in a bunch of good fucking movies oh yeah yeah he he, was he was the he was gus polinski the polka king in home alone he like (laughs) offered his parents a ride home did john candy was a fucking talent okay now i want to do these two questions i'm going to actually google their uh their filmographies i want to do a little bit more of a deep dive on uh the the great outdoors with dan Aykroyd. that one was tremendous fucking great tremendous uh cool runnings he was the fucking uh coach of the team wasn't he space balls fucking space balls space balls dude that's up there like it's not a john candy movie but he's a big part of it what's your name uh barf not in here mister this is a mercedes (laughs) 
<laughs> Summer Rental, I don't think I've seen that one. Wagons East, I don't know. Um, what's, what's the one? It's like, what's the deal with something? Who, who's Harry Crumb? Yeah, that. Who's yeah. Harry Crumb? That's that a great one. That was pretty good. Stripes was great. Um, I I forgot he was in National Lampoon's Vacation. Was he? Oh, yeah. That's right. Uh, he, he, was, he was the security guard at the movie yeah, world. Or not movie yeah, world, yeah. or whatever it was called. Wally World. Yeah, that's right. Because oh, how the fuck did I forget that? I use that for my store. Like I have the screenshot of him like holding his hand up. It's like, sorry, Gamesters is closed today. <laughs> Fucking uh, Splash, apparently he was in. That's a pretty good movie, too. Uh, he's got a bunch of them here. Blues Brothers, Brewster's Millions. I fucking love Brewster's Millions. Hey, somebody, Nate, Jeff, Adam, whoever, next week, ask us what our favorite Richard Pryor movies are, because I can list a fucking bunch of those. <laughs> I fucking love him. Oh, he was in Heavy Metal. I forgot about that. He was. He did a he did a voice in Heavy Metal. The Rescuers Down Under, he was in that. Uh, like, there's a bunch of them on here I don't recognize. I'm just trying to go with, like, because he did a shitload of movies. Yeah, he's another one that we lost too early. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, let's see. Okay, I want to see Adam Sandler filmography. Because I know there's Adam Sandler movies I'm forgetting. Oh, dude. my One of my favorite movies is this first movie he ever did, and it's a piece of shit, and it's called Going Overboard. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, they literally, they had access to cameras and a cruise ship, so they decided to make a movie, and like that's what they did. <laughs> he has that new movie out called Hustle that I haven't seen yet, but I've heard really good things um the grown-ups movies were funny but i feel like that was more of a uh, ensemble movie yeah um big daddy was great billy madison's great that's my boy did you see that with adam sandberg no that it's movie was An- fucking hilarious andy sandberg andy sandberg yeah um you don't mess with the zohan was fucking funny yeah that one was interesting that was a that was a funny one um the wedding singer i can't believe i fucking forgot that one that's good. Fifty First Dates is also really good. Yeah, Longest another... Yard was great. Hubie Halloween came out in twenty twenty during COVID. Have you seen that? No. You would fucking love that. It's the uh, it's almost like the Water Boy. He's like the fucking town weirdo, but he like he's obsessed with Halloween safety. Well, then like some real some actual real monster shit starts happening, and he's trying to like save the town, dude. It's it, it got panned, but it was fucking hilarious i thought it was fucking great his movies always get panned like everybody hated pixels yeah anger management was great that's one of my favorite Uh, movies anger management i now i now pronounce you chuck and larry was great um what's her name was in that so fucking hot uh jessica beale awesome yeah yeah jessica beale is so fucking hot in that movie (laughs) sorry ladies i'm not trying to objectify her but she was absolutely gorgeous in that movie the do-over was funny. Uh, the week of was actually really funny too. That was the one he did with Chris Rock, where they're like their kids were getting married, and I think Chris Rock was like kind of an uptight, well-off guy, and Adam Sandler was kind of the loose, go with the flow guy. Oh, I forgot he was in Coneheads too. I wouldn't really call that an Adam Sandler movie though. Nah, I think yeah. he just cameoed. Funny People was it, Funny People was good, but it wasn't one of his best movies. Oh, dude, we forgot one of the best ones fucking airheads oh yeah that movie's tremendous that movie is fucking tremendous him brendan frazier and uh steve buscemi yeah that movie's awesome and uh bulletproof that would be the last one that movie was really good with uh damon wayans that was more of an action movie i guess but he doesn't do a lot of them my favorite part of that movie was when they got pulled over 
<laughs> and uh, Damon Wayans was driving, and Adam Sandler was like, "Just go with it." And he's like, "Disneyland, Disneyland." He's like, "Yeah, I'm trying to get him to Disneyland. I'm lost. I don't know where I'm at." And the guy was like, "You just go this way. You do this." Oh, dude, that sh- that movie was pretty good. All right, next question. We're uh we're running stretch. running on. Uh, all right, let's see. Um, where where were we at? Okay, fuck Mary fit. Fuck Mary Phil. Fuck Mary Kill. Budget fuck Mary Fill it with your dick. Budget food. Mac and cheese, grilled spam, ramen noodles. This is easy for me. I'm oh, gonna, snap. I'm going to marry ramen. I'm going to fuck mac and cheese. And I'm going to kill grilled spam, even though I enjoy all three. Uh, See, I don't I don't actually, like ramen noodles. Actually, I'm going to switch that. I'm going to marry mac and cheese. I'm going to fuck ramen. And I'm going to kill spam. See, I'm going to marry mac and cheese because that's one of the best foods ever invented. Um, I don't like ramen noodles. So I'll kill those off. So I guess I'll fuck grilled spam because like I, I, I'm all right with spam. Like it's not my favorite thing in the world, but I can eat it if I have to. Okay. Uh, Fenris wants to know what are your thoughts on the "Don't Say Gay" bill that was recently went into effect and all that it entails. I meant to look this up and I didn't. I vaguely remember it. I feel like that it happened. It seems like forever ago. I'm sure it wasn't that long ago, but I it was. It was anti-gay, so yeah, I'm a, I'm a, of course. Let's see, I'm gonna look up a summary. Yeah, I was gonna say if it was anything to do with being anti-gay, then it's fucking stupid, and yes. people need to get the fuck over themselves. So let's see. Like, there's yeah. nothing wrong with being gay, nothing in the slightest. Oh understand. yeah, it was about uh not talking about homosexuality in schools. Yeah, like people who support this, go fuck yourselves. Like. A man loving a man, a woman loving a woman is no different than a man and a woman being in love. I'd rather see a happy gay couple than a miserable straight couple. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely, dude. And let me tell you, just from experience, when I did that uh, social experiment, you'd be amazed how many of the profiles on there that would hit me up were married dudes who were trying to get some dick on the DL. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, man, that's if, if people were just more open... Like, it wouldn't have to be so fucking odd. I don't know, man. Love is love is love is love, in my opinion. And I feel like if you taught your kids healthy sexual education, teach them that sex is natural, masturbation is natural, sex between same-sex people is natural, like... Dude, you wouldn't be raising such fucking repressed ass people. Like, that's what happened to our parents is their parents raised them in a very, we don't talk about sex. That's not, you don't, it's like you grew up not knowing what the fuck you were doing. Whereas like when we were around sex education kind of explained some shit, but dude, I don't remember much from it other than like you can get STDs and you can knock a chick up. That's pretty much all I remember from middle school health class. Like dude, fucking the invention of internet porn, fucking, it may have fucked me up because it gave me a totally unrealistic uh, portrayal of what a healthy sexual relationship is supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's one of the issues that people have with porn. Is that some people take that shit way too serious? So, um, so just in summary, people who agree with the "Don't Say Gay" bill, you're fucking dumb. So Name here's here's a summary from what I found on FindLaw.com. The bill titled "Parental Rights in Education" states that lessons about sexual orientation are banned outright in kindergarten through third grade. It also prohibits lessons in any other grades unless they are age-appropriate and developmentally appropriate. 
The measure, which would give parents the right to sue school districts, awaits Governor Ron DeSantis' signature, which, of course, he signed it. Um, so, I don't think... DeSantis... Oh, so this was Florida? God damn of it. Of course. Of course it's Florida. Um, I don't think... So, third grade would be like nine. I don't think kids that young need to learn anything about sex, other than no. if... Like, I teach my kid, if somebody tries to touch your pickle, you fucking punch them in the face like or go get an adult to help you but other outside of that like uh, they don't really need to know about sex but i don't think it should be dude we didn't have we didn't have sexual uh like you know classes and things like that till like fifth grade sixth grade somewhere around in there i want to say i had it in middle school so it was seventh or eighth grade which is appropriate because that's about the time like i'm wanting to like i was I was finger banging this one girl in like seventh grade. So, you know, it's good to learn that shit. Um, yeah, I definitely had because, a more in-depth one in like uh, seventh or eighth grade, but yeah. But like we're young or like we're, we're at that age where like, I'm going to teach my kids about it when they're a little bit older or my kid about it when he's a little bit older, because I'd rather him understand it and understand taking precautions other than randomly experimenting with some chick like, oh, you got a hole and I got a stick. Let me put it in there and see what happens. Oh, that feels really good. Oh, something just happened. All of a sudden, I've got a fucking Grand kid baby. who knocked up a 14-year-old or something, you know? Yeah. I'd rather him know like, hey, you need to use condoms. You need to pull out. You need to be protected. You know, you need to understand the feelings you're having and process them in a healthy way. And like, yeah, Especially because- Especially now. Yeah, yeah, especially now that the country's trying to make it where if you knock your girlfriend up, you can't do anything about it. Yeah. So. Fucking A. Um, but yeah, so I'm going to say don't teach kids, don't teach nine-year-olds anything about sex other than how to know when they're being taken advantage of and to tell somebody about it. Because like I told my kid, I'm like, dude, if somebody does something like this to you, you need to come tell me and I'm going to say, are you 100% sure this is what happened? And if they say yes, I'm going to go find that person and I'm probably going to rape them. Like, <laughs> I'm probably going to fuck that guy in the asshole. Not because I'm gay, not because I want to have sex with him, because I want him to suffer the way he's made my child suffer. Yeah, like, no, I, I get it. That may sound fucked up, but I mean, it's either that or I'm going to fucking slowly murder him. And even after that, I may still slowly murder him. I don't know. That's one of those situations where I feel like I would actually want to like strangle him to death so I could actually watch his soul leave his body. Yeah. Like, I feel like I just need that satisfaction. Cause like, dude, if you fuck with my kid, like, dude, I've wanted to punch kids before. Like we were at the pool one time, me and my kid and these three little girls were there and they were a little bit older than him. And all he wanted to do was play with them. And they were like being total fucking bitches to him. And I'm like, God damn, I really want to just like fucking trip them when they come running by or something. Like, <laughs> I don't like people fucking with my kid, but at the same time, I'm like, he has to learn that everybody's not going to be your friend. Sometimes you yeah. got to shake that shit off, go do something else. So yeah, that was a lesson that I had to learn. Well, I think we all had to learn that in one oh, way yeah. or another. Oh yeah. Dude, as an adult, I had to learn that not everybody who's being friendly to me wants to be my friend. Yeah. Like, that's a that's a very important lesson to learn so unfortunately the way the world yeah. is enough of me like assaulting um, children <laughs> uh jeff had uh he's got two more questions for us yeah. jeff the, the the questionnaire um yeah. he no jeff need... we're not deleting any questions we need them all <laughs> and he he uh he has so many nicknames that i just keep piling on nicknames for him the questionnaire is just another one um best western movie 
That's a good one. Um, I my dad loved westerns when I was a kid, and and naturally I fucking didn't like them at all. As I get older, I really appreciate westerns. Yeah. But I'm gonna come out of left field with a couple of nominations that you might not expect. First one's Django Unchained. Yeah, Django that's Unchained one of mine. is fucking amazing. The second one is a fairly new movie called The Harder They Fall. It's got uh Jonathan Majors in it, uh Idris Elba, Lakeith Stanfield. If you haven't seen it and you like Western movies, watch it because it is fucking great. It's just fucking great. It came out like last year, I think. But yeah, it's fucking aw oh, dude, it's so fucking good. And I'm gonna throw one more in there, but it's probably not what you're thinking either. A million ways to die in the West. Great movie. Fucking movie is great. <laughs> you wanna know what's gross is they're still gonna use that ice block. Yeah. <laughs> that is a oh, good Oh look, movie. that's our mayor. That's our mayor's body laying dead in a ditch. Oh look, a coyote is dragging it off. Oh, I guess we need a new mayor now. <laughs> uh yeah, you you said two of my choices, um, Django and Million Ways to Die in the West. Uh, the yeah. other one that I'll throw out there is Tombstone. Just yeah, a classic. Tombstone's a pretty good one. Yeah, it's just classic. You know, uh, other than that, I really don't know much about westerns. I like I like them, you know, but I can't name them because as far as western TV shows, The Mandalorian to me is a spaghetti western. It is a sci-fi spaghetti western. Okay, and it's fucking great. If we're going TV shows, uh, probably Gunsmoke. Yeah, that's pretty good. One. Just classic shit. You know what I'm saying? Classic shit. Or yeah, the rifle. The Rifleman was good. Yeah. Have you watched Mandalorian? Uh, I saw the first season. You, I'll say you're not the biggest Star Wars person I know. Like you like it, but no. you don't religiously watch it. But it's it's a western through and through. It's a sci-fi western, and it's fucking great. Oh yeah. Um, I think this I think this last question is directed at me. Yeah. Um. So Jeff wants to know, excuse me, have some heartburn going on. Is it easy to switch off your vernacular? You're so able to. D- oh, sorry. I read that. My fucking dyslexia kicked in. Is it easy to switch off your vernacular so you're able to do the kid friendly JRPG report? Yes and no. Because yes, because every time I talk into this microphone doing the steam machine or doing Yab's pod, I tend to let them fly. Uh, more so on this show than the steam machine. I do try to keep it like semi on rails in the steam machine. Yeah, I'm going to say like JRPG report is a PG show. Why is steam machine is like PG 13 and this show, like we're going for that fucking NC 17 rating. Like I want this shit to only be shown in porn theaters. <laughs> yeah, I guess, I guess JRPG report because I talk about video games that have violence probably would be PG. Yeah. But Language-wise, I keep that show you know as clean as possible. Oh yeah, I uh, it's it's not as hard as you would think because there are people that I spend time around that I don't cuss around. Yeah, you know. Um, but like I said, I'm so used to talking in the microphone and saying whatever, and sometimes it's really hard for me not to go, "Oh, holy shit, that sounds cool," yep. or something like that. You know, I have to go oh, like, "Holy cow" or "Holy smokes." Yep. And I'm the same way, like, uh, if I'm around someone who I know doesn't like cursing, and, like, we're just talking, I usually will try to limit it, you know, out of respect. Like, there was a guy yeah. named Scott I used to work with, and he just didn't curse a lot. He was a, he was a deacon in his church, and he just wasn't a, a big cursor. He didn't really like 
curse words. It's like if we were just sitting around chatting, I would try to limit it. So everyone who knows me, like cunt is one of my favorite words. I feel like it's it's probably the most impactful word in the English language. And I fucking love that. Because, like, you can call a person a bitch, a hoe, or whatever. You throw the fucking C word at them, like, they're, they're going to get fucking offended by it. Yeah. Um, like, so I have no problems with that. I feel like freedom of expression should be universal unless you're being a total piece of shit. Oh, I had some lint on my pop filter. It's <laughs> kind of fucking with me there. Um, but, yeah, like, when I'm around someone who doesn't like cursing, I try to limit it. Like, my mom. Yep. My mom's not a huge person for, like, cursing and stuff. So I still curse around her, but I try to be a little more respectful if possible. Like, my kid, I try not to curse at him a lot. It happens. But, like, most of the time when it happens, it's because... I hate to say I use it as, like... I'm serious. Like when I break out a curse word, he's like, Oh man, dad's angry. I should, I should calm down. Yeah. Like I try to save it for moments like that, but it's, it's hard sometimes, especially when it's in your normal vocabulary. It's hard to just turn it off like a, like a switch. So yeah, very much so. Very much so. But I try my best. (laughs) The funniest shit. I was putting Jonathan in the car to take him to daycare. One time I'm buckling him in. He's like, this is like during COVID and he's like, can I say a curse word? I was like, or no, he was saying he hated COVID and he was like, daddy, can you say that curse word? And I was like, what curse word? He's like, you know, that one. I'm like, how about you say it this one time? You won't get in trouble. He's like, I hate fucking COVID. And I was like, yeah, me too, buddy. Like, don't say that anymore though. <laughs> He kept, dude, he came in the house the other day. Him and the neighbor kid were playing. He comes in the house and he's like, I'm washing dishes. Jen's in her bedroom because she's still, she hasn't moved out yet. He's like, Bryce called me an asshole. And I was like, okay. I was like, go tell him not to do that anymore. So he goes back outside. Then I guess he wasn't satisfied with my response to it. Comes back inside and goes and tells his mom. So she gets up, goes outside. She's like, you need to go home. You you have no business saying that to him, blah, blah, blah. And then he says something I can't hear. She looks at Jonathan. She's like, did you do that? And like, I guess Jonathan said, yeah. And she's like, Bryce, you need to go home. Jonathan, go inside and go to your room. She's like pissed off about it. So comes inside. Apparently, Jonathan gave him the fucking, they were arguing about something and Jonathan gave him the fucking DX suck it. <laughs> and Bryce called him an asshole. And I was like, well, sounds like he was being an asshole. Yeah. And like, I mean, kids are kids. Like, it is what it is. And I kept telling John, like, don't say that word. That's a bad word. But don't be an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> like, at the I don't same know time. How to put it. Yeah. Like, dude, raise, trying to raise kids is tough, man. I can imagine. Like, yeah. <laughs> like my my ex girlfriend's two young ones, they were enough for me. I can't oh, yeah. imagine when they get older. Oh yeah. <laughs> I told him, like, God, dude, I can't wait for you to get to be like twelve, thirteen, where we can watch like you know, like Terminator and RoboCop and Predator and like all this cool shit, and you won't have nightmares and stuff. Yeah. Like oh, man, have, RoboCop's so good. Like if he stays with me one weekend when he's that age, I'm like, we're gonna have a fucking man movie marathon. <laughs> Oh yeah. So um we uh so I'm not gonna lie, I really have to go to the bathroom, so let's wrap, I'm gonna wrap it. Do you wanna do the uh the things you want me to run through them? Uh I can do them this time. Okay. Um so if you would like to reach out to us not via social media, 
You can send us an email at yetanotherbspod at gmail.com if you want to remain anonymous with a question or anything. That would be the way to do it. Uh, if not, we are on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash yet another BS podcast. Uh, we're on Twitter. Uh, I haven't been very active with the Twitter cause like we said earlier, there's not a lot of engagement on that. Uh, but it is at yabs pod Y A B S P O D. I am on Twitter at just call me Jezza and Dalton is at super nerd Dalton. Dalton has also put together a nice little website where you can listen to the shows. You can read the show notes. You can, Find the links to the songs we talk about and whatever other shit he adds on there. It's uh, yabspod.wordpress.com. Outside of that, I don't have a lot going on. Um, I can pitch my Twitch, but I don't really use it too much. I probably mm-hmm. will be in the next month or so. I'll probably try, start trying to at least weekly stream. It's uh, at Mighty Thormy. Uh Other than that, I'll let you do your do your pitches. All right. Well, then, yeah, if you want to catch more of uh, my voice, which... More and more people keep telling me how much they love my voice, and I'm like, well, thank you. I appreciate it. I don't hear it, but I like hearing it from other people. Um, so uh, you can check me out on the Steam Machine podcast. It's a bi-weekly PC gaming podcast where me and my buddies Nate and Willie, the Destructo Bros, we go through and we play through my massive catalog of Steam games. Um, our next episode is going to be on Planet Coaster, and then we'll be tackling, after that, uh, we will be going into uh, Final Fantasy VII, the original. So that'll be fun. Uh, and then also... If you're into JRPGs and you don't feel like you know reading all the news that comes out about it and you want it in one succinct place, you can check me out on the JRPG report. I took that over from my buddy James, and it's been a good time so far. I'm uh, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, other than that, I did like I said, I released a new album, uh, the cult of oh, the cult of nightmares. Wow, that's an older album that I released actually. Uh, the city of wind and stars is my new album. You can find that at nilethenightmare.bandcamp.com. And also, uh, I'm gonna. I know the the intro of this was the the down with the sickness thing. Yes. Uh, I don't know. I might end this episode with my actual cover of it, but I don't know. I don't know if I'm happy enough with it. Well, I'll figure it out. Uh, I guess y'all will find out as soon as we stop talking in like two minutes. Yeah. In fact, you'll probably find out right about now.
is rising, don't try to deny what you feel.